Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sunday night Citizens Against Harmful Technology conference call. I'm Neil Chevrier, your moderator for the evening. For those who don't know, um, there's many people targeted in the U.S. and other countries with electronic weapons and organized stalking. It is our mission, just to clarify, to expose this technology to people using it and claim our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Um, if you're uh, not involved in the conversation, do me a favor and hit star six on your phone. Uh, then when we get some problems where people get their phones interfaced with and get background noise and stuff, it's easier for me to find those and, and quiet them down so we can cruise on. If you haven't been here before, um, you can go to TalkShoe.com and you can put in this call ID 134999. And it'll take you to a chat room, and you can listen to the call on your computer speakers. And you can also pick up the phone and and go through the phone and the chat room at the same time if you like. Uh, otherwise, I I do my best to keep everybody unmuted so that we can all interact. And that means uh, you get to use the star six feature on your phone, which mutes you. And then when you hit star six again, it will unmute you. Otherwise, if the room gets out of hand, then I mute everybody, and you hit star 8 on your phone to let me know that you'd like to be unmuted. We do pretty good on on most of these calls for that. So the podcast is every Sunday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time till about 1.30 in the morning. And so I'll just go ahead and do that so I don't have to compete. Okay, everybody's muted. Hit star 8 on your phone if you'd like to just be kept unmuted and use your star six feature. <clears throat> the views of the callers are not necessarily the views of COT, but you will find many kind, supportive people on our calls and a variety of people that need to express their frustrations and perspectives. You know, I have to say, for <laughs> the many walks of life that are here on these calls, that, that we're birds of a feather and, and we're sharing this one common thing, that they're torturing the hell out of us and that we're survivors and we've been through unspeakable hell and even have enough integrity and dignity to stand up and do whatever we can do to help each other along to take our world back from a handful of really uh, love-lacking people to be polite about it because I don't want to start swearing and show how pissed off I really am about this. And how much it hurts me to know that you're all suffering out there and that it has gotten worse for a lot of us. Let me take a deep breath here. Please be kind to each other. Have tolerance and patience with each other to help facilitate our progress and fulfill our mission. So, as I was saying, remember, it's the diversity and the unity of our group that bring empowerment for everyone. Uh, so be tolerant of, of each other and and sometimes just respect the perspectives and, and also be, you know, soft in your heart enough to see that maybe somebody who's been strong in our circle of people is, is feeling really run down and intolerant or, you know, set in their ways about how they think they should deal with a certain thing, that we just respect each other and have a little bit of insight into being supportive and uplifting and and nurturing. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I could use a hug. 
And if I started crying, I'd have to drink a gallon of water every hour because I wouldn't stop. So many of us are, are in the mode of not crying. Some of us are probably uh, messed with, with technology to where we can't cry, or maybe certain things would trigger us. But nonetheless, we're holding anger and hurt and disappointment and uh, just something we'd never think that we would have to deal with, but it's really happening, so we're having to face the truth that it really is. Keep in mind the motives of those perpetuating these crimes and the technology they use to divide, conquer, and control. Their typical strategies are diversion, disinformation, and negativity. I don't want to just read these words off a piece of paper. It really is true. The, the trickery of compartmentalization the, the scientific community with Ph.D. after their names and all that, those guys could stand up and say, you know, uh, this particular kind of technology is being used, these particular genetically altered biowarfare agents that were designed in labs to trick the immune system and trash people slowly for a handful of people to profit from are really happening. Here's the proof. But most of those people are compartmentalized. An example is I'm upgrading to the latest, greatest Rife machine uh, of the newer model um, of the one that I have now because its capabilities I'll be able to kill the bio-warfare cocktail that they've put in me, and this machine will not do it. So I decided to put my machine on eBay, and I just happened to know a retired CDC microbiologist that I got into an argument with a few years ago that said Rife is bullshit and he's a fraud. His microscope is a fraud. It was 5,282 parts. He was the first one to see the BCX virus, which is a cancer-causing virus, and was ready to get the Nobel Prize. But, but this kind of bullshit information gets put out to these credentialed people, and, and I'm not here to cut them down. I'm here to say we're in a rock and a hard place where we could use the validity of the letters after their name and their professional training, and that was already known. So in the psychological manipulation of everything, um, they set this up so that those people would be compartmentalized. So as I argued with this guy on a, on a micro, microbiology forum, the moderator stepped in and said, quit with the right stuff. It starts arguments. I don't want arguments here. So then the CDC guy turned around and bragged and said, I made it so people can't sell their Rife machines on eBay. So I go to eBay and I look, and there's a couple of Rife machines for sale there. So I go, cool. Take all the pictures, write up the ad, set the price, um, and they pulled my ad that night. They took my ad down, and they said, you violated some policy. So I appealed their decision, and I said, look, I know the retired CDC guy um, who is putting up a big fuss and saying that Rife is fraud. I said, but the truth is, you guys are selling Hulda Clark zappers and PEMFs and TENS units. You're selling all kinds of frequency generators. And since this call is being recorded, you make sure this gets given to 
uh, your upper management people that have made the decision to pull my ad because you're cheating people that are sick out of getting help from something that really works because our AMA is corrupted. They trashed Rife. They trashed his companies. They intercepted his machines that he was sending to doctors all over the world and changed the circuitry so that they wouldn't work. They sabotaged him and they ruined him. This is a handful of people on the board of directors of the American Medical Association that are responsible for our tax dollars going to finance the creation and distribution of Lyme disease, another multifaceted biowarfare cocktail from hell that's ruined a lot of people's lives. Uh, if you go over to my Go GoFundMe page that I just put up a few days ago um, for R&D projects, a list of projects that came out of 400 hours of R&D calls. Um, you'll see a write-up more in detail about fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, the misdiagnosis, how doctors handled it when I came in with a test positive for a biological warfare agent, thanks to Garth Nicholson, one of the top 10 cancer research scientists in America uh, who created the Institute for Molecular Medicine after he was blackballed out of the research center in Texas that he was working out of, and all of his colleagues ran away from him, and they tried to kill him and his fellow researcher wife. So he wrote a book called Project Daylily as a whistleblower to go public with the information and save his life. I'm still in contact with him. These are brave people, but anyway, sorry, so many words to rattle on. There, there's really a lot to cover but the fact of the matter is the human race has been sabotaged uh, from the intelligent, caring, brave people being able to unify the right people to come forward. So things like scalar energy, the electrical engineers that are trained are going to say scalar is, let me just be frank here and say bullshit, it's not true, that's poo-poo, blah, 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 blah. Well, let's go over to rexresearch.com and go look up the scalar section and go find the scalar detector, all you little putterers out there and garage tinkers, and build it and see what part of these, these weapons that are aimed at us are using scalar technology. So it's time for us to really make moves. It's time to do more than just be a support system and sit around and, and, you know, chew the same stuff we've already chewed. If somebody comes on a call and they're new, we can all be the support system that we all really are for each other, and that's good. But, um, but we also have to make forward progress. We have to focus on unification. We have to focus on the things that are going to really create true empowerment. We have to think outside the box of the very compartmentalization of the bullshit that they taught us in schools. Sorry if I'm being so abrupt here. I'm very frustrated. I didn't get on the FFCHS board because I liked politics or wanted to be popular. I got on there so that R&D could do some money uh, to, to get some, some fundraisers and get some money so that we could do these projects. 
that I have a few people that are very smart and very capable of building some things that will help us all. So uh, we're, we're up against a lot. Uh, I think a lot of us are reporting, including myself, that it's gotten worse. For, for some of us, definitely life-threatening. And we have a strong will. And, <laughs> I mean, I know from my own experience that my willpower is stronger than my body. I've almost died so many times in the last three months that uh, it's kind of really become casual. Well, I'm I'm going to hang out because I'm not done yet. And I know that, and I do, but the, the suffering is immense. So uh, I'm, I'm making a focus right now to before put you an impression. Go, before you go, can I make a suggestion? Try that vitamin mineral amino acid that I use every day because it really helps to build up my body and makes me better and makes me more energy. Yeah, and I after I come up with $2,500 to buy no, this new I'll, machine. Call me tomorrow. I'll send you a can. It's $17. Swanson's got it. I can ship it to you from Swanson's catalog. But i got to have a place to ship it. I'll send you a can. It's just $17 for 17 days. It's really worth it. And number two, Dr. Marshall said, are you over 60? I'm 59. Okay, he says over 50 or 60, our food isn't processed anymore, and if you don't take one in digestive enzyme before each meal, your body will sit there and rot and poison you. I firmly believe he's right. And three, I wonder if you were bitten by a brown mosquito instead of a lime. Do you know? Hello? No, don't tell me they muted me out. No. Okay, so uh, anyway, I don't mean to rattle on or anything, but we're at a crossroads here. Uh, Having a billionaire for a president uh, is not a good thing. Some are reporting that he's in the circle of the Jesuits. I'm not afraid. I mean, they can kill me, and I've already told them my soul will stick around until you drive your car off a cliff because I've given you so many apparitions and scared the hell out of you that you're going to be begging for death. And I'm not kidding. Uh, I'm probably like a Moses type, you know, let my people go. That's what drives me. I think people are are basically good. I think most people that are here have worked really hard for what they have and that we don't deserve this. And I think that it's up to the good people, unfortunately, to have to be tougher and pull together those that, whatever it is that you're good at, do those things. If somebody says, I'm a grant writer, let's get a grant written and and make it a presentation that Mark Zuckerberg's fund of a billion dollars to make the world a safer place, that we could appeal to them and get some significant money and have field service and go out there and prove things. Have timeshare detection equipment. Have training videos. I could use some help. I'm up to 2,700 emails. Some of them I would have to deal with, but if we had a floating secretary, uh, we tried that before. One got in a car wreck and the other one's computer blew up. They don't like that. They don't like media. They don't like organization. And they certainly didn't like the legal committee of FSCHS. 
which is really a sad story some of you already know. We've got to just move on from here and pull together. The, we're, we're beyond just talking. I, I, I hope you can hear the frustration in my voice. If there's something you're good at, be assertive and and stand up and do it. If there's something that you could particularly volunteer for, if there were 10 of me, I would keep them all 10 busy uh, just in the things that I'm capable of doing. And and I'd be off learning things from, you know, like some of the techs and engineers that understand electronic theory. I'm an electrician, and I'm a tinker, so I've tinkered with stuff, but I don't understand basic theory. I couldn't sit down and design and build a schematic. I could follow a blueprint. But but we can use all these people to pull together at this point and get organized, which which I sincerely feel Derek was doing what he could do in that direction by having committees and getting these people. But uh, I guess a little over four years in in the circle of TIs and being on calls and everything, I've reached a point of frustration that um, I have to do whatever it is that I'm capable of and money can't be something that holds us back because there's a ton of it out there. The Federal Reserve is printing it up. There's no collateral against it, so it's kind of a free-for-all if you're in those circles. And so, uh, you know, people that could write a check for $50,000 and we could write them a business proposition to put together field service to go out to TI's houses and do some real serious detecting and show where some of these systems are coming from and and the protective measures that we could protect ourselves a little better with things like Teflon. There, There's other materials that could be used. My dream was to be able to come up with a variety of layers with a small amount of air in between them, which is effective, and be able to pump out panels that would be able to be rolled up and mailed, and the person could build a frame like I did over the top of a waterbed pedestal. I built a two-by-two wooden frame, put it all together with wooden dowels, um, so there'd be no metal in it that would disrupt the experiments or their accuracy to, to be protective, to come up with multiple layered roll-upable panels to where any TI would be able to order the panels to the custom size that they wanted for their own application that they were going to do. It could be a lean-to, could be PVC pipes bent in a you know half circle like they do to make a quick greenhouse in your backyard, uh, mats that you lay on the floor because there is stuff coming from below us. Pay extra attention to that. Uh, somebody was talking about what's coming from below us and how some of it's being done last week. Uh, we were all quiet to and grateful for him to come on the phone and, and share some of the observations. In 1973, while my brain is rattling, I'll say it out loud, uh, one report said in 1973 they had some kind of a nuclear tunnel digging device that would take the tailings from the digging and turn it into a very hard substance that would line uh, the tunnels that they were making. About four years ago, I was up late nights, as I am more often than not, uh, 
and the ground was rumbling, and I could hear this thing, and I knew that they were digging tunnels. So uh, I won't say any more. I'm sure there's other people that are probably raising their hand right now going, yeah, 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 me too, and blah, blah, blah. Let me just finish my rattling just to get out whatever comes into this damaged brain to share with you and, and help to pull us together. Um, so I'll get off my little tangent here. Um about dividing and conquering and about diversion. Diversion is so giant. Your your car's messed up. you got to go deal with that. You were saving your money to get something to protect yourself or take care of your health. Now it's all got to go into, you know, this or that for your vehicle. Or you're scrounging just living hand to mouth, um, which I've certainly done my share of, too. Um, these are diversions. Uh, being told you're a worthless piece of you-know-what, probably in your sleep. Um, don't bother to take care, of, take care of yourself or take supplements and things that will help you. Well, let me tell you what. Having microscopes, I'm here to tell you what you can't see can hurt you. You all know this very well, but it becomes really tangible when you're looking under a microscope, seeing this whole life-threatening world that you can't even explain what it is at this point, but you know there's some nasty stuff around. It does matter. Taking things, if you're not taking blood thinners, you can take Wobenzyme N. You'll find it on uh, Amazon or eBay. Uh, there's small bottles that are you know, reasonably priced, and then there's a big bottle with like 800 tablets for $99.00. Uh, so it's not super cheap. Taking uh, any form of glutathione is a super antioxidant. Getting barefooted in a body of water or near a body of water or on a front lawn. When, when, when people say grounding, grounding doesn't mean your bare feet walking across your wood floor of your house, okay? Um, I'm not being snotty here or anything. I'm an electrician, so... I've had to understand things, but grounding is to actually be touching the earth. If the earth is wet or you can get near a body of water and get your feet in that body of water, man, I'm telling you, in 20 minutes, you're going to feel better. Okay, what is this actually doing? If I take a multimeter and I turn it on and have you hold on to the, the two little leads that come out of it, it's going to show me that you have voltage in your body. And by getting your bare feet on on wet grass or in a body of water or, you know, walking where the, the ocean waves are just coming up and tickling your feet, you're going to watch as you're holding that meter that the voltage is going to drop out of you and your body is going to say, thank you, I love you. So uh, even though we're probably being told these things, well, Neil, you need to clean the bathroom and wash the car and do this and do that, Instead of stopping and doing the things like eating and, and taking certain supplements that I mentioned on the calls, like, like vitamin C, uh, without calcium carbonate as a filler, calcium carbonates uh, rocks. Our body doesn't assimilate it. Stay away from that. There's uh, deficiencies in potassium and magnesium in us. There's problems with uh, cellular level leakage of calcium. So I, I'd say if you're taking calcium 
products, you probably should just go get some Earthbound Farms spring mix, you know, leafy greens. Get your calcium sources through leafy greens, through your foods, uh, because there may be a danger in us taking those kind of supplements, and there's more information about that. So uh, I'm, you know, making an impression in your minds and myself, for that matter, uh, to remind you that taking care of ourselves is important. You don't go buy miracle Grow, you know, in a 20-pound bag and pour it on some little plant that you want to grow into Jack and the Beanstalk, and the next morning it's, you know, 800 feet tall. It's putting a little bit of the right things in you. It's been reported that leafy greens really help us a lot. Uh, they probably would take the craving for us or, or you know, having to stand there on your feet and make yourself a really nice chef salad. You might throw a hot dog in the microwave, stuff your face, fill up your tummy, and you know, get on with your day. The slow degradation of diverting us away from the things that we might do if we were unaffected by by all these kinds of technologies thrown at us, and some of them are that subtle. We don't remember everywhere we've been when we're asleep. Things are happening when we're asleep. So it's to make an extra impression in all of our minds to to say, uh, do put a little bit of this and a little bit of that that's good for you. Uh, if you got to get a footstool because your back hurts or your body hurts and you don't want to sit there and cut tomatoes and cucumbers and all that stuff to make a nice salad that you will enjoy with salad dressing that does not have canola or soy oil in it, um, Bolt House Farms makes a really nice ranch and, and some others. Uh, Green Goddess or what are those other companies? I mean... That shit smells like pesticide when somebody takes the lid off it. Don't put that stuff in your body. Read labels. I'm starting to sound like a mother now. Anyway, I'll shut up. Um, it is through compassion and mutual effort that we will accomplish our goals. Be part of the team. Be a targeted individual warrior. Spread the truth far and wide. Grab that 44-page booklet off of citizensaht.org. If you haven't already, and at least have a copy to show your friends and family that you're not full of shit, you're not ready for a rubber room, and that you would be so deeply hurt if anybody who acted like they loved you or do love you would ever consider wanting to put you in a psych ward and support the organized crime network that wants to do so. And you will find having any material printed with you wherever you go that if you were ever confronted by law enforcement or, or medical and psychiatric industry, that you can hold your own with conviction when you have some facts there. Uh, one person reported last week that the affidavit notarized that Skizit provided on the website didn't do him any good, that they uh, did some kind of thing, I don't know if it was a court order, but said, we can give you drugs. You don't want that to happen. Uh, do let some other TIs know if you find yourself in a psych ward. Um, Derek was able to get a few people that knew what to do to get those people out of there. The, the implant and nanotechnology and quantum dots and smart dust, all the stuff 
that will be in those evil pharmaceutical products will probably be a guaranteed demise uh, to anybody who's stuck in that position. So it would be best to not have anything put in your body, uh, you know, taking mood drugs, oh, you're feeling depressed or you're feeling pissed off because the world's going to hell in a handbasket, um, those drugs are going to hide those feelings. Get pissed off. Throw a coffee cup. Put on some safety glasses so you don't get hurt. And cry. If you can cry, cry. It hurts. What's happening is wrong. And be proud of yourselves and, and stand up and look in the mirror and say, I love you. And I honor you for having dignity and integrity enough to, to care about yourself and about each other and about our world. And let's take our world back. Uh, we are at a crossroads. We can't sit around and just chew the fat anymore. It's time to move. I didn't want to be the one to do a fundraiser. And I just started saying, you know, where is money going to come from to, to be able to implement a field service, to be able to do chemical and biological samples from TIs? There, there's too many reports of it to ignore it. So I, I've taken charge to be assertive and set this into motion. This is not a, a pep talk for TIs. Uh, I don't want to see money come from TIs for the GoFundMe project. I'll write up my wish list, and I'll post it on there, uh, and then everybody will understand my vision and the the equipment required to do field service and to have timeshare detection equipment for those who would be assertive enough to do some of this themselves and get some YouTube demo videos that show, you know, hey, this isn't really all that hard to run the SDR spectrum analyzer. Uh, there's a fair amount of stuff to know, but we can do this. We, we could teach a, a 10-year-old how to do this, and they'd probably excel at it. Um, anyway, stuff spews out of my brain. I don't know where it all comes from, but I, I let it come in hopes that it is uplifting and supportive and helpful to people. Um, if anybody's new on the call, feel free to introduce yourself if you want to use an alias or or use an alias in the chat room if you get on talkshoe.com and put in that call ID 134999 you can go in the chat I, I would really prefer that more people use an alias than just come in as a guest you have no privacy you're monitored unless you're uh, using something to block your IP address. They know exactly where you are. They know when you have to go pee-pee. They know when you take a shower. They know when you start snoring. So privacy is not much of an, an issue. Uh, certainly don't allow yourself to be <clears throat> intimidated by, uh, by the fact that we are watched to this extent. But anyway, um, if anybody is new and they'd like to introduce themselves, um, as I mentioned earlier, you can use an alias, you can go into the chat room, or you can just sit on the call. Um, feel free to introduce yourself or, or just sit there and quiet. Uh, be quiet. If you, if you have any questions, do ask because there's quite a variety of some great and intelligent and loving and caring and uplifting, supportive people here. 
if you have an emergency situation and Neil's sitting there rabbling on like this for a half hour, uh, interrupt me and say, I have an emergency. If it's a, a valid emergency and not some perp making up some bullshit drama to kill time and divert the things that we're doing to be uplifting and supporting, then you'll get everything that everybody on this has, call has to offer to help you. So please remember, others are waiting to share too. So get to the point, Neil, and allow any topics being discussed uh, to be finished before starting a new one. Uh, it, it helps to have a piece of paper and a, a pencil or pen there and, uh, you know, write down things that you might want to ask questions about or or anything like that. So on that note, I have a quick Christmas song for you. i got to go pee, so hope you like the song.
It's beautiful, but I couldn't hear the words. I wish you would write a song and play uh, it to us one night, Neil. Oh, the words are so good. You know, I thought about doing this on my 12-string, and I just thought with all the bells and everything that that they did in the back of this song, I, I wouldn't be able to do it justice. And this is Greg Lake, who was in the band King Crimson and went on to be in Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. And uh, they did a bunch of weird electronic keyboard kind of stuff. And, you know, I guess for the times, the technology was something different. But in actuality, the beauty of the band was Greg, Greg Lake's voice. And, and this song that he wrote, probably most of us on the calls heard it on the radio through the years, was one of the most pretty uh, songs. And, and the words are significant. I might read them after I uh, get out in the garage where my music book is. So, hey, Neil, Neil, I just yeah. want to let you know something. Uh, a project me and you were talking about uh, stopping the smart meter frequencies from coming in the house with uh, capacitors in your breaker box. Uh-huh. I went ahead and perfected one of those, and, uh, you know, it's a small plug. You can plug into next to your, the closest plug into your uh, breaker box and it will stop all frequencies above 60 hertz which is your line frequency I did experiments it'll actually remove audio from your house wiring uh, like the College of the Army says psychotronics can be delivered to existing house wiring and uh, it removes all high frequencies and even low frequencies audio uh, frequencies. Anybody that wants one, they can just text me to my number and uh, ask me, and I'll tell them how to get one. My number is 573-300-1579. Okay, well, let's get a few prototypes out there. And, you know, Dave has to eat and sleep and do all these other things, too, so... If we got a couple bucks, you know, just like he put out the money for the the blank CDs and the time to record it and everything and, you know, kind of got overwhelmed with a lot of people calling because cause he certainly came along and offered some hope. This is the kind of R&D support that I'm talking about. This is why I set up the GoFundMe page for 25000 and I will give an itemized write-up of the projects and their costs and their purposes and I will feel so happy for some of the back-in-the-background silent R&D people that are still around that are way more capable than I am of, of making some of these projects real and getting them out at a fair price that many of us will be able to afford. Uh, throw your money in the directions of these people that are doing something. I, I'm a hub here. I, I think that's my biggest job, really, is to be a hub take in information, take in materials that we can, you know, test out and turn into things that are usable. You know, I'm the guy who who pulls out the inductive amplifier, takes a piece of four and a quarter ceramic tile from Home Depot, puts the two little plastic prong things of the things you plug into your wall so your baby doesn't stick a fork in the plug and get the shit shocked out of them, <laughs> and, and glue that on there and stick it in the wall and come over with my inductive amplifier, and the thing is screaming. It doesn't work. Okay, so let's put that on the checklist. This is where we got to go now. 
It's through much, much trial and error. It is an unfair fight, but I'm telling you, uh, put your support where the support is going to get distributed out. If you think you can do more by sending off uh, a copy of the write-ups that I've done in the GoFundMe thing to philanthropists, then just quietly go do that. And and I promise you, I'll, I'll give you an itemized list of where all the money goes to. And and my vision is to have a field service. My vision is to say, well, if Dave starts talking about just take a two to five microfarad capacitor for five bucks off of eBay and put one end of it on on the plus of your 200 amp service inside your circuit breaker box and put the other end where your neutral ground wire bar is, and 90% of the people on the call go, <laughs> I don't even know how to unscrew the cover of the box, let alone am I going to go anywhere near 200 amps. That could kill me. That's, That's why I made the scary. plug. That's scary why I made this come. plug. It, it does that without having to get in your breaker box. He made it easy. So what he's done is he's put basically an inline filter to block out the things that are doing something. This is part of the smart grid network. Uh, two reports that I have leveraging the power lines, uh, they are sending so much stuff that's not good for us through the wiring in our houses, through cable TV. Nobody's really talked much about the satellite dishes, but uh, I think there's some serious problem there. I think it's another network that can be used. I found it interesting that taking a picture of the neighbor's satellite dish at night, that it shows these blue, very pretty, translucent blue, squiggly lines in that picture. Not sure what I was picking up on, but I don't think it was from this world. But anyway, anything that is a conductor, even a metal refrigerator, if you look up laser-induced plasma and you see... Uh, what one of our R&D people called, um, what was it, ladder, I can't even think of the terminology. It's in my info pack, which isn't done yet. Otherwise, I'd distribute it everywhere. But um, it, it talks about how it pools up and then bounces off things like metal objects. And, and what she reported is that it's attracted to calcium, and our bones are calcium, so it ends up being attracted to us. Uh, things that we can understand better and protect ourselves from. Uh, the smart grid network is is a dangerous nightmare that was premeditatedly put up, and the power companies all think it's a great idea because you know nobody has to come out and read your meters, and they can monitor this and that, and blah blah blah. Anyway, I must be in a rattling on mood tonight. So uh, somebody Could you help if we just turn off our master breaker for the night. I mean, if you, I can heat up my house and don't get that cold here, and it would stay warm enough till morning. But if I just turn off the master breaker, what would that do? Yeah, I mean, there, there's some relief, but the truth is, and Dave could elaborate on this, that uh, you still have 60 hertz sitting right there in, in your hot wires that are coming in. I mean, there is yeah. some relief. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, well, you know, sitting in the dark, you know, they would love us to do that. <laughs> and there's ways to countermeasure all of this. It's just 
what is the countermeasure and how long will it take us to find the countermeasure. And, uh, you know, like I say, this filter is the quickest, easiest way to do it without having to turn your power off and uh, get into your breaker box. You just plug it into the outlet closest to your breaker box, and it shorts out any frequencies above your 60 hertz. And, uh, Are you sending that out, or where do we get one? Yeah, I, I perfected it, and I did a lot of experiments with it, and it actually removes low frequencies, voice frequencies, and, of course, any high frequencies. That's the uh, parameters. Capacitors have the ability to conduct or short out uh, certain frequencies. But, yeah, if you text me, text me uh, to my phone number that you want one, and I'll tell you how to get one. And the number is 573 1579. 1579. 1579. Okay. Dave, this is great. John, do you think that would work? Sorry, I'm hold on a minute. Talking, uh, I would like to hear from you, Dave. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, but as as you can imagine, I'm way way interested in in you know what you're doing and what you. I thought up. you might be. <laughs> yeah, I'm way interested. You know, since I am sitting here in the dark, pretty much with all my uh, circuit breakers off, with the exception of the one that uh, has the refrigerator on it. And in addition to that, I have I have uh, the the very good uh, Green Wave filters in. The majority of the circuits throughout my my uh, residence. So I'm you know, I'm I'm way interested, of course, how how this works and and how come how come Dave can you have you come up how did you manage to come up with just like one filter instead of as you know um, the Stetzer filters and also the Greenwave filters generally depending on how many appliances and stuff are on the circuit. Uh, generally, like one per circuit is is kind of the way it works. Well, I'm talking about the smart meter. You know, that signal comes from your line uh, that comes into your house, your main uh, power input. So, you know, the more the better, of course. But, you know, uh, this plug, you plug into the closest outlet to your breaker box, and it will short out those signals from the smart meter coming into your house. Okay, now, now it would be it would be a good idea to put a second plug on the longest line, the furthest outlet from your breaker box, also. But you know, uh, it just depends on how many you want to install. You know, you don't want to cover up all of your outlets. Uh, but you know, the main thing is to have one at least close to the breaker box. Dave, you know about the the thing about covering up outlets? Uh, uh, um, really, with the, the Greenwave uh, filter, I could probably get one in your hands since I, I have more laying around here and I'm friends with the, the guy that, that uh, sort of came up with them. Uh, uh, anyway, the design of it is that it, it has an outlet on the base of it, so you put it in the the second, oh, the second uh, the prongs that are on the low one. So it has a he has a splitter. Uh, well, he has 
another place that you can put uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, plug. So you can right. put it into the base of it. You know, like it's it's about as it's um it's small. Well, I, I'm just trying to you do this have, cheap. You're not you're not sacrificing one of your outlets. Yeah, I could make it that way, but it, you know, I'm trying to do this cheap as possible. You know, a lot of the TIs don't have a lot of money, and and uh, this is my first prototype, and it's the cheapest I could come up with. You know, of course, I could uh, make outlets into the plug, so you wouldn't sacrifice, you know, one of your plug-ins. I could right. make it more elaborate, but you know, it would raise the cost of production, you know, to make them. Right. These, right. these, uh, I think they uh, they cost about uh, twenty five dollars a piece. But uh, you know, I also uh, uh, have the meter that measures. I'm talking about dirty electricity. I don't know if that is different than what you're talking about. No. Well, uh, I'm talking about the communication between your smart meter and your appliances. They use your house wiring to send out high frequencies, and uh, which are detrimental. People are getting sick from the refrigerators that are beaming out uh, microwave energy down their uh, electrical lines, and it, it's really causing a problem. I was listening to uh, one guy. He goes house to house testing EMF fields and uh, – he tested a refrigerator and it broadcasted three thousand times a day to the smart meter, and the people were getting sick. And he went to the, I believe, it was the city council and uh, showed them this evidence. And they had an engineer, and the engineer said, "No, it don't broadcast, but five times a day." And he showed them evidence. You know, it broadcasted three thousand times a day. That's right. That's right. Anything, as I've said before, uh, anything with the prefix of smart. On it, you know, smart refrigerator, smart, smart, one thing or another, smart meter. It means that it it uh, communicates wirelessly. Uh, oh, huh, yeah, you know, I the uh, my meter measures dirty electricity, but the filter, the filters fix that just beautifully. You know, uh, once I put a filter on uh, on a circuit. Uh, the plug, the outlet, it it oftentimes will reduce it to like 50, and the 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 measurement that um, the Greenwood people came up with is is millivolts, so that you can see the difference uh, uh, on the the little screen there of the meter that it's oftentimes been reduced um, 90, 95, 97 uh, of the dirty electricity, which is the very you know the transient. Stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm not familiar with that filter. Um, I did do some testing on one company's filter, and they use a paramagnetic putty they put on a plug, and uh, it may conduct high, super high frequencies, but it did not conduct uh, audio or lower frequencies. So, you know, this plug I have is better in that aspect of it. And, um, but I'm not familiar with the, you say Greenway? Green, Green Wave. Um, Green Wave, uh, yeah, okay. 
find it easily enough, uh, the company on uh, on uh, the internet, uh, Green Wave Products. Uh, uh, yeah, the last I spoke with him, you know, they they were selling like hotcakes. Uh, but they're they're just a, a little bit of a, 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 a takeoff on the the Stetzer, the Stetzerizer, you know, Stetzer meters or filters, the Stetzer meter, and also the filters. They were the first ones. Dave Stetzer uh, of I think Minnesota, Wisconsin, along with a uh, hired professor Berkeley, uh, uh, figured out you know how to measure and and then correct the uh, electricity. Oh, and, and these things are also in, uh, they're for sale on less EMF and the cost has come down on both the meters. Does it work on non-smart meters? Absolutely, the stuff I'm talking about does. Uh, yeah, good question, Dave. Uh, this plug will remove any frequency above 60 hertz from your house wiring, period. Okay. And like I say, the College of the Army says psychotronics can be delivered to the existing house wiring. And what they do in that case is use your wiring in your house as a transducer. They hit it with a high frequency, and it turns into an audible or lower frequency, uh, you know, such as voices, et cetera, or a, in other words, they can make things sing out and talk in your house. And <laughs> what this does is shorts out any frequency other than your 60 hertz that comes from the power company. So that includes that includes the common 2.4 gigahertz. Oh yeah, yeah. The higher frequency you go, the lower uh, ohms this plug has. But it starts conducting at around 100 hertz, right above your house wiring frequency. Huh. So, so this is going to is this going to neutralize the the smart in your smart refrigerator? What I'm saying is. Uh, the communication line between the smart meter and your house wiring will be stopped. Now, I'm not sure if some appliances broadcast omnidirectionally, you know, like a radio antenna. If it's if they do that, you know, then that's a different scenario. But I'm t I'm saying I do know that the smart meter uses the house wiring to communicate with devices, and it will stop that. Okay, so that's okay. It'll stop the communication, but uh, Dave, through your house wiring. It, house wiring, house wiring. How about uh, does it have any effect on? Uh, do you think you know because our meters do radiate 360, a sphere. It goes out in all directions. You right? Yeah, it also communicates through the wiring, though. So right. Okay. okay. It is so, possible. In other words, if you break that line of communication, it's possible that your refrigerator may stop broadcasting because it doesn't know it. There's a smart meter out there. That would be a thing of beauty. Yeah. <laughs> How about Dave on the other side? Not on your wall. The other 180 degrees, you know, uh, and more. Actually, uh, the 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 
smart meter, you know, uh, unfortunately, not only does it fry the inhabitants of the, the house, uh, but it also fries the neighbors or anybody in the in the vicinity, you know? Yeah, that's, uh, I'm, I'm trying to make very cheap devices that will hinder that. <laughs> yeah, um, there, there's quite a variety of, or a lot of people that reported the Stetzer filters didn't do it. So somebody's asking in the chat room, um, I know somebody with the website StopTheCrime.net who did just tons of research and exposés. Uh, I think she was spending like $600 on a whole house filter, and she said it took a few of them, but they actually worked, and obviously she became targeted. So somebody's uh, asking in the chat room uh, which filters are better, what what direction should people be sent in. And and also you might include, you know, if you had a, a nominal fee donation that would at least cover materials and a little bit of your labor, um, uh, it's okay to ask for that. And if you can beat the prices on some of these uh filters that aren't working, and I'm, I'm not talking about non-scientific people that don't know what uh, MRET polymers are that actually scatter frequencies. It's a very small amount of this substance put in these filters. So if you open up an Altera filter, A-U-L-T-E-R-R-A, which is a good company, and people on YouTube poo-pooed them and said, uh, there's nothing in here. This is bullshit for $55. Well, no, it's actually not. They are actually using a wave scatter, and the person making these claims uh, is not being scientific and doesn't have a clue what they're talking about. So could you clarify all that? Uh, in whatever well, direction you want to go in. No expectations. Well, uh I went over some papers uh, they put out, and it's a paramagnetic uh, mineral material. And uh, I'll just explain uh, their cell phone shield and uh, what they are doing. Uh, you put this thin sticker on the back of your cell phone, and it is an attractant. It attracts the center of the magnetic flux trans transmission. In other words, it's more attracted to the sticker, and it shifts the center or the peak power away from your head. Uh, now, you can also do this with a metal washer. You can tape a metal washer to the back side of your cell phone, and it will attract the microwaves. So, you know, there's many things that can do that. Um, what they are doing is, you know, trying to create a specific industry around the patent process. In other words, if you're going to patent something, you want to laminate it, you want to code it, you want to... Uh, put all kinds of components into it that are rare and, you know, then you own the process. Uh, in other words, companies aren't out to make the cheapest product and help you. They want to make an expensive product and make lots of money. Uh, so 
you know, paramagnetic materials are great, uh, but, you know, they're attracting. It's not actually a shield. It is attracting the center of transmission uh, away from your head. So, yes, it does reduce cell phone microwaves. Uh, but like I say, there's many other materials that are very cheap, like a, a metal washer that could do the same thing. So what I'm trying to do, instead of creating a new product and patenting it and making lot, lots of money, I'm trying to do it with standard materials and do it very cheaply. You know, I certainly appreciate Thank you so much. Uh, but there's a little bit more. I definitely recommend that. And of course, everybody knows not to use portable phones. 
Oh, I'm afraid they don't, Dave. You'd be surprised how many of the people, uh, TIs, in fact, uh, well, never mind. So why, don't you, why don't you tell them about portable phones? Well, they're just as bad as cell phones, uh, you know, and it's quite, it's you know, I watched them over the years as an engineer. You know, I remember the first portable phone had the telescoping antenna. You had to pull up. It was like a foot and a half tall. And they slowly went down in size, down in size. And in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, it's almost like they're experimenting on people trying to find the best frequencies. Because the next year, the antenna was shorter. Next year, it was shorter. And it was like they were doing an experimentation on the people, is what I was thinking. And, you know, it probably was. (laughs) Right, right. Some of those those, uh, phones, they found their way... Ah, you're breaking up. I didn't hear what you said. I say that some of some of the users of those cutting off something's happening. What is that? And and died. Uh, anyway, the, the the newer phones, as you know, Dave, are just just aren't a big improvement. The new cell phones, they have multiple antennas in them. <laughs> right. Well, you know, like I say, I'm old school. Uh, I'm trained in electronic engineering, and I hate technology. So. Uh, I do not buy, I've never had a smartphone, never will. I use the very, very cheapest cell phone. I keep the battery out of it. I only check my messages once in a while. You know, I don't radiate myself. And uh, I use the landline most of the time, and I use a, a 1981 phone landline, so I don't use the newer stuff. So, uh, you know, that's the best way to protect yourself is Stay away from technology <laughs> if you can, you know. That's right. Prudent avoidance as much as possible. Right. And, you know, there's a little bit of inconvenience, but if you learn to work around it, uh, you know, it, it's not bad at all. I, I, I live out in the mountains. I mean, I got rainbow trout, crystal clear river. I can almost walk oh. to it. It's really close. I got a solar-powered uh, all-terrain vehicle I built, uh, four-wheel drive. I can uh, hook my electric chainsaw to it. I can hook my electric fish fryer to it. Uh, oh. I, hooked it up, I hooked it up to my house the other day, and it ran my whole house. And uh, <laughs> So, you know, I'm getting ready. <laughs> Speaking of that, Dave, you know, you're, you are such a um, wonderful delight and wonderful source of information. I'm just wondering... Your views, or if you have any ideas about what the future holds for us, and and of course uh, what we can do to prevent uh, that kind of a future from happening. Well, um, I believe that you know governments of the world are trying to take over their citizens, and I believe that this has happened throughout time many, many, many times, 
and the Creator destroyed those civilizations, Atlantis, on and on and on, Tower of Babel. Uh, Tower of Babel, they found out, had electrical and photonic properties. So it was way more than a tower. And, you know, technology they're finding out existed thousands of years ago but was wiped out. And that's what the Creator does. So I think we're about to be wiped out. Uh, we're going to have major, major catastrophes, and it's going to wipe out these people's technology, our government's technology. And that's the way it works, you know. Uh, he allows things to happen for a reason, and it's usually to teach people lessons. And I believe that's what the Great Flood was about, to destroy. They were messing with genetics, and Noah's family and him had perfect genetics. That's why they were saved. And uh, all of those technologies were lost in the flood. And then we had, you know, many thousands of years of peace as far as not being uh, affected by genetic uh, mutations, uh, alterations, and, and high technology. And now, as all of time, it repeats itself over and over and over. Man becomes absolutely evil and tries to take over their brothers and sisters. And they think they own everybody's brain if they figure out how the brain works. If they figure out how the body works, they think they own everybody's body, you know. And it, it's it's going to be a, a train wreck, if you want my prediction. I do, I do. You anticipate, uh, you know, some of us think thing is going to, uh, the system, you know, this technology in fact, some of us are hoping, well, anyway, thinking that it may, you know, collapse on itself. Because uh, not only, you know, technology doing us in and all the living things, it's, it's a form of ecocide, ecocide, but also all these, a lot of these frequencies interfere with one another. Right? Yeah, uh, the military is having many problems with with uh, interference frequencies because there's so many transmissions going on in space and on the ground underground and yeah uh that's that's the other thing i believe i have picked up super low frequencies uh triangle wave pulses and from what i hear the Earth's core is being affected by all these transmissions. You know, uh, HARP alone, I believe, is uh, a billion watts radiated power. And uh, that's just one transmitter. So you add up all this, uh, you know, the Earth's core is liquid and it spins and it makes our magnetic lines of flux that protects the Earth from outside radiation, from terrestrial radiation so you know that could be the end right there is when they uh from all these experiments uh destroy the earth's core and cause a major catastrophe such as uh you know the uh, uh flip flip the earth magnetic uh polar shift they call it 
maybe uh, odds or, or what do you think the chances are, say within the next year, of of the grid going down for one reason or another, or for instance, you know, uh, if somebody uh, puts off a little, little, you know, in the atmosphere and takes out some of the satellites, uh, you, do you think that that is kind of scenario is inevitable? Well, there's so many possibilities. Uh, I believe it's going to be a cascade of events. In other words, the Earth is connected to the sun in ways that they do not understand. And as they cause problems on the Earth, they're going to cause problems on the sun. And I believe that uh, you know, as the Earth's core is affected, gravity, uh, also solar flares uh, would absolutely wipe out all the satellites, the grid. And here's the bad thing. Uh, all nuclear facilities, nuclear power plants would be wiped out in a solar flare situation, and their backup generators would not start. So we would have 400 Fukushimas around the world, and it would absolutely contaminate. The oceans would die. Uh, you know, there are just many, many things that are going to occur very quickly, is my opinion. I certainly appreciate that. Oh, I, I, hate to be the, I hate to be the doomsday guy, but... <laughs> I'm telling you, they're putting us in danger, uh, these smart people, you know, that run our governments. Yeah, it's true. If if there's no power to cool the spent fuel rods, then we end up with meltdowns. And when I yep. looked at the map of nuclear power plants, I got pretty depressed. Yeah. East, well, East well if they're not running, then if the power plant isn't running, then... It that's doesn't not, need to be cool. No, that, that's not the That's case. not true. That's not true. They have, uh, like in Japan, they had big, big tubs of spent fuel rods. They used to run the plant with, but they don't know what to do with them, so they put them in a big pool of water, and they have to constantly cool that water. And that's what, right now, those are overheating, and they're having to dump the cooling water into our oceans. And yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's running or not. They have spent fuel on the facility that has to be cooled. Even if it's not running? Correct. Yeah, that's In other words, showing. Fukushima is not running right now, and they have a huge problem with the spent fuel rods that are in storage pools, and that... Those spent fuel rods put off a lot of heat, and they have to constantly cool those. But the the tubs are broken. What supplies the heat to those rods? Pardon me. What supplies the heat to those rods? The radiation. Oh, it's the post problem that they have to deal with after they're spent. Oh. And and here's another interesting thing in studying a hundred years of 
of scalar research and finding out at least 16 or 17 different countries are reported to be using scalar technology, that it's reported that if somebody were to shoot off a nuclear warhead, scalar technology would be able to shield the ionized radiation coming off of them and avoid it coming down to the earth. So then you have to ask yourself, and, and I've always just had this mental picture that the shit hits the fan, many people are devastated and die, and that they have technologies capable of transmutating and cleaning up a mess rather quickly, and then starting over. So they, they don't like free-thinking uh, Americans that you know don't want their tax dollars spent on slowly murdering them for profit. So they'd like to replace us. So it reaches a point where we're ready to, you know, storm uh, places that we might make a difference in large numbers. Then they just get rid of us and then bring in their new little gene pool design uh, of pacifists and people that don't, you know, get the education that's truthful and become their perfect little sheep all over again. We really are at a crossroads. But we're at the end of it. Yeah, we are. We're at at the end of it, you know. We have all kinds of um, major catastrophes coming our way, and we're we're really at the end of it, you know. You you can see the, the the spiritual prophecies coming through. Yep. You can you can see it all and um you know, I uh personally I went through almost a month of just being curled up on my sofa all day shaking from all this knowledge I've accumulated as to how horrible things are and what's coming and I, oh, I, so doomsday, please. Well, I mean, here's the thing, you know, some perspectives say that prophecy was a warning. If you um, are using a speakerphone, hit star six on your phone to avoid the, the feedback there. I had to mute Alice because she's the one getting the noise through her phone. Uh, anyway, it's it's not for us to just be pacifists and say that it's written in stone is my strong feeling. It's to say that well, it's a warning of a high probability. Yeah, I, that's what Revelations is for, I, to warn us. We are, you know, supposed to try to stop the destruction of the earth, you know. Yeah, we're the stewards of the planet. Well, you know, the the whole problem is that the people that are pulling all this stuff need to be eliminated. Yeah, they they need to be put somewhere where they don't hurt anybody. And uh, anybody who ever listened to the, the Pink Floyd album called The Final Cut, and he called Margaret Thatcher and, and Reagan and a bunch of others, uh, a meatpacking vigilante, and Margaret Thatcher actually banned that album from England. But that was the observation, you know, let's take these these few and put them somewhere where they can't hurt anybody. 
We don't even have to be malicious. I mean, it, it seems that in our world, if you fight fire with fire, it just makes more fire. But yeah. we don't need to be pacifistic. And, and I have to remind everybody that it did say, Jesus said, you can do these things and more. And and I tested some of that out. Uh, I, I, I have somebody, too. I saw somebody die and I talked to them. They weren't breathing. And I said, I don't think you're done. It's your choice if you want to leave and nothing for me to interfere. But I just have a strong feeling that you're not done. And I believe that you can come back to life. And, and they started gasping for air and came back to life. Praise God. Well, praise that's the peace beautiful. of God that's in you. Claim that. This, this is my point here is, you know, do, we are the stewards of this planet. There's kids on this planet that never saw the beauty we are of the real blue sky. We, we are gods. We are We're God's children, yeah. and we Stand are up. gods. Be it. Claim it. Let's find out more. Let's get empowered more. Let's understand the, the deeper sciences. I mean, how do we know they weren't using something like the chronovisor? That is a time machine that shows high probabilities in the future that some of those prophecies that were written in the Bible weren't from from technologies that are around. I mean, are we really arrogant enough to think there's no other life in this whole giant universe? Let, let alone, I mean, the stories that show uh, the, the capabilities in genetics and super high technology from beings that, that left blue lapis tablets here explaining some of what happened here on our timeline, that they said we felt that what we did, that w- because we had the means to do so and we needed to save our planet, that the master creator gave us the ability to do the things that we did. If that, if that information is true, then... Uh, it, it would be pretty obvious that there's more than just us. Wouldn't we be inquisitive enough to say, why did Jesus say you can do these things and more? We don't, we, you know, uh, I mean, I don't want to shove my own belief systems down anybody's throat here. Uh, I'm I think mis- it's important because I think it's very important for human beings to realize that we do have a creator and that Jesus was a uh, a messenger directly from God, if not God himself, and I believe he is God, but, but you know, I'm convinced that it all, it all matters, you know, your, your, your spiritual beliefs, what you have for faith affects everything around you, and you know, um, you have the power within you to do almost anything, almost anything, and you can use it for good. And and the thing is, you know, it, it's to to say if we are the stewards of the planet, if we we have to do everything that we can do because prop prophecy was a warning of a high probability and we're looking at complete devastation and the handful that have stolen our world 
still being okay after all the the money and resources they stole from us to put themselves in in safe underground cities with all the amenities to survive 10 or 20 years till the smoke clears after a cataclysmic event created by them or something else cyclic which is talked about with an asteroid um, that there's a lot of information about you know maybe a possibility of happening that we're here at a crossroads to say each one of us is a piece of something divine and we are connected to things that are divine and more powerful when we rise to that occasion and watch for the signs I'm, I'm here to say has been really proven to me is not to be pacifistic and say some one single divine being is going to come back and make everything all better I think part of our lesson is to take responsibility for our actions individually and collectively and do what we can to take our world back. Why is our military-industrial complex distributing all these toxic materials? Why are the board of directors and all these universities all in that 1% of rich people that are stealing the taxpayers' money by getting the grant money to do the research to find better ways to harm us, telling the college people that are you know, doing the research in these universities that it's for the advancement of medical technology. So now they're all you know, on an ego trip, kind of, uh, to be proud of creating things with, with nanotechnology um, and not realizing that as soon as they've developed that, thinking it's going to be used, and some of it will, for medical advancement and good, that the military-industrial complex grabs it up every time and weaponizes it and turns it against us. I mean, I'm not here to try and get anybody on these calls or any TI to donate to GoFundMe. If you know a friend with money, let him go to, to the GoFundMe page and read the write-ups that I put there because because it's explaining uh, a variety of things that are thrown at the human race now and the threat. It's really to appeal to to a variety of people out there and, and some of them that would have the money and go, wow, this is serious what we're doing and the misuse of our money and crossing technological lines that are a threat to the whole human race. And, what's and your then, what's your GoFundMe page address, please? Um, how do I how do I I can post the link in the chat room? Do I just read it off, or would I say if you put in R and D research? I don't even know if there's a a search engine on there. Is there? I just wrote it up like four days ago, and then I did an update, and you know I'm I'm showing a timeline of directed energy weapons and chemical and biological warfare and, and what could be done to to get timeshare detection equipment and, and field service and protective measures that would be at least effective enough to reduce the harm that's being done to us every day. I mean, if, if all we could get was a good night's sleep and eight hours of our life to lay down inside of a Teflon tube with a bed in it and close the door and have a ventilation system that doesn't leak 
microwave and other things being aimed at us, and it was cost-effective. It, it would be a blessing worth having. Um, right, let me check into that. I just switched from being in the house because I was being burned so bad to getting out in the garage, so i got to get everything. Oh, all right. You know, um, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not online with my computer, uh, but I can use my cell phone later to look it up. All right. Um, I'll check into how I would show that to everybody. Otherwise, I, I just put it in the chat room once in a while. But for those that aren't on a computer, I'll I'll find a way to show it. But I just I do want everybody to know clearly. You know, I, I don't think begging for money from TIs that are already under duress. I mean, I, I, truthfully, I'm fighting for my life with some kind of biological warfare agent. Um, I'm selling everything I can sell to come up with $2,450 so that I can get this newer Rife machine and have this thing on while I'm working. Uh, the capability, the old one, goes up to 40,000 hertz. So I'm having to spend hours converting every frequency to kill uh, all these pathogens that they've put in me, um, whereas with the new machine, it goes up to 4 million hertz. Um, and it wow. has a lot of features in it. I won't have to hold on to tubes anymore and sit in a chair for six hours a day. And um, I'll read off just kind of a basic rundown of the the bio-warfare cocktail that I just found information on a week or so ago that I'm responding. When when you run frequencies from a frequency generator, if it's things that are in you and it blows them up and they die, then you feel worse before you feel better, and, and that's what's happening to me. That's actually what happened to me. Um, two years ago, when I found out I was a TI, I started listening to the binaural beats, and um, I got worse before I got better, but I pushed myself through it, and that's what you have to do. You have to push yourself through it. I am almost free of this stuff. I... I been listening to Dave's CD now. I don't really have any symptoms. Maybe a twinge of it here and there, but not well, a hell good, of a good lot. For you. Good for you, because there's a lot of people that listen to the CD for a few days, and then they just stop. You know, And I try to explain to everybody, you have to listen to it every night, every night for... I mean, I got people contacting me saying, "Man, I'm I'm seeing results even six months later. I'm getting better." So you know, it's a long process to stop the attacks. You know. Well, I tell you, I've I've been talking about this as much as I can. I don't like to talk too much on the calls because um, I know that there's somebody on me all the time. So, but. Um, you got to push yourself through it. Yep. You know, you got to push through it. And you know, I I was sick to my stomach. I was I was getting, you know, shakes. I actually 
lost a lot of weight. I'm only 5'2". I lost 30 pounds. I was down to just skin and bones for a while. But I just kept going with it. I just kept going with it. And it, I mean, what happens is when they're sending these frequencies at you, they go through layers of your brain. They have to go through layers. It's like one layer, then the next layer, then the next layer. So then to build up their access to you. So then you have to reverse that, and you have to go through those layers too. And every every time... you go through a layer, you're going to experience what the, what they did to you during that, that when they were there. So you're going to be experiencing all of that again. But eventually, you will break through it. You'll just, it, you just, it, I'm telling you, I'm free. I'm well, free. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Anybody else that wants the free countermeasure CD, uh, just text me. And the number is 573-300-1579. And I give that out free. And I've cured over 50 people. And uh, But like I say, you have to follow the instructions. You have to listen to it every night. And eventually you will see results. You just can't give up, you know, the first week. Dave, it has to be the way of life. You cannot stop. I yeah. can feel I can feel the back of my neck right now getting hit. You know, I get, it hurts. But but um, um, I just whenever I start feeling something like that, I just plug in the CD and I'm I'm going through batteries like crazy. I've got some rechargeables, but um, and sometimes I just have to plug in a real battery instead of the rechargeables because they're going through them so fast but yeah I, I believe they're I believe they're using the GPS satellite system and in other words that is on and hitting us every night every day 24 hours 24 7 and that's why we have to listen to the CD every night you know they, they well, do I not listen to it. I listen to it um during the day as much as I can because for some reason I'm waking up and I'm I'm unhooked I'm I've been disconnected from it. I don't know if it's you know, someone's coming in here and unplugging my ears or whatever, you know, but uh, and I like using the earbuds better than the headset because I can't sleep with the headset. Yeah, what I did, I took a foam pillow and cut a hole in it. And the earpiece fits right in the hole. And so when I lay, you know, because I sleep on my side, I can't sleep on my back. I have sleep apnea. So I sleep on my side. And, like, yeah, many people uh, have asked, you know, how do I wear these headphones and sleep at night on my side? So, you know, that's uh, the best thing to do is you can use the earbuds if you want. But uh, uh, I, I know they're not as good because I, I, I've measured the difference between the, the headset yeah, and the Yeah, I, I know the... Yeah, I know the cost headphones work the best, so that's what I'm recommending in the instructions. And uh, do you know I found a, a a pair of a headset in the dollar store for like 
$4. It's like a little kid's headset. They have to go to 24 kilohertz, though. It goes to 30. Really? Yeah. And I, it's like, yeah, it did. It did. I was like, whoa. Wow. And, you know, it is, you know, what's really strange is that's like, doesn't exist anywhere. You know, I mean, the, the adult headphones didn't have that. They were 20. They weren't even 24. They were 20. Right. Most but, of them are 20 kilohertz. Yeah, so, I mean, even, even the really good headsets, the headphones, they they only go to 20. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, I found I, some I, online that go to 36 kilohertz, and I actually have a uh, super high-quality TAC voice recorder that goes to 22 kilohertz, and that is my improvement, and... Uh, it's a lot more expensive, but it works twice as fast, and it knocks out the tinnitus twice as fast. But, you know, not many people can spend $150 on headphones and player, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm $220 over my budget for this month. Yeah, see, that's why I'm trying to create countermeasures cheap as possible, you know. Dave, I have a question for you. You said that you should play it every night and uh, be religious about it. I'm assuming you play it every night while you're sleeping, correct? Yes. Well, what if you don't sleep? What's the alternative? I'm one of the few. Well, uh, you want to listen to it on the headphones while you're awake. Uh, And you can actually put one earphone to the side and... Talk on the phone, you know, listen mm-hmm. to radio or, do, you know, do your normal day. Um, I see. But, yeah, one way or the other, you have to listen to the headphones as much as possible. The reason I say during night, because you're more vulnerable in your subconscious, and mm-hmm. they know that. And, uh, you know, you're protecting well, I guess yourself. I'm not vulnerable. I guess I'm not vulnerable at all then, right? <laughs> <laughs> because you don't sleep. Irony. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know one thing. You better sleep sometime. That's vital to brain it's, chemistry. I know, but I'll tell you that I'm only allowed cat naps here and there, and they knock me out. I can't choose my time. But how do they wake us? They wake me every hour or every two hours or every hour and a half if they when they choose to do so. I know she does it from next door. And secondly, before I forget, what dollar store did you find those earplugs in? It's called the dollar store. Okay. And and um, I uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I think when you listen to the CD, when you listen to Dave's CD, you are blocking them, and you're reprogramming your brain, and you do sleep better. Yeah. Yeah, it, it desynchronizes. What they're doing is synchronizing the, our everybody's brain waves in unison to their system. And uh, what what the CD does is stop that synchronization, and then your brain waves go back to normal, 
and your brain is allowed to heal because when they attack the brain, it is causing brain damage. And, you know, sleep uh, deprivation causes brain chemistry chemistry problems. Uh, you know, they're, they're damaging people's consciousness and, and neurons. And it's almost like a shield when you wear the headphones. It creates a fog, and they can't see exactly where your neurons are. And as soon as you take off the headphones, they start up the process again and try to gain and, uh, you know, reconnect. Yeah, and that's, they do. that's why, I, you know, I, go ahead. It's a lifestyle. You have to, you just have to live in this, which is really kind of sad, but you have to live in this, in this, um, in this awareness and, you have to block it with an with this CD or the Barnard Beats or whatever you can find. But yep. you know the CD works excellent. It works excellent. But when I was I, when I started listening to the Barnard Beats, um, I I blocked them out with that too. I have. I am so blessed because I found out about this just by researching the stalking aspect of it. They hadn't really gotten into my brain yet, and I started blocking it then. So, you know, I mean, I know that every TI can get to the point that I'm at where you have a healthy life and you have your right. life back. I believe you can do it. You just got to push through the pain, prepare yourself for it, and just push through it until it's yeah. gone. It's a long process. and Well, know. it's a long process for, for, for TIs that have been being attacked for, you know, five or ten years especially. It's going to be a long process. This 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 CD you're talking about that's twice as fast. I would strongly suggest getting that one out there for people. Yeah, I I just I'm trying to figure out exactly how to do it, you know, because it's a, a small uh, voice recorder, TX voice recorder that goes to 22 kilohertz, and I, what I want to do is load the CD onto it and have the super high frequency headphones that go to 36 kilohertz and present that as a package. But here's the problem. You know, I've been given the CD out for free. You know, I've spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars sending them out. But, and that was, you know, it cost me like uh, $6 a piece to send those out. Now you're talking $150 a piece. <laughs> but that would all be on an individual basis and not everybody could afford that, Dave, to begin with. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Right. It, it's very limited. About, about the Sony um, top-of-the-heap old-fashioned cassette recorders, I used to have a Ford track that recorded for talking books from the Library of Congress, but I purchased it myself. It was about $200 um, for the Ford track. to it, One CD played about seven hours. 
So what I'm I'm curious, uh, what is the name of this CD player that you're thinking is good? I mean, is is it as good as a Sony system? Uh, this is a small voice recorder, but it's a super high quality, and it goes to 22,000 hertz, which is above your hearing. A CD player only goes to 20,000 hertz, so it's that Mine much is a better. Cassette. Mine's cassette. Yeah, this is a uh, digital voice recorder, no moving what parts. What company makes that? TEAC. T-E-A-C. Okay. I'm, and I'm I got it off. I got it off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Now here's here's the other problem. It goes through batteries in 45 minutes. <laughs> so there's no I'm elect- no I'm a, uh, thing I'm you elect- can charge. You can't plug it into the wall in any way. Well, I, let me finish. Uh, there's no plug-in on it, so I hardwired a power supply to it, three volt power supply, and. Now I never have to charge batteries, never have to buy batteries. I plug it up physically. So, uh, How you know, much that does that is, system cost itself, just the player? Just the player, I believe, was around $80, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. What is the length that it will um, go for? You know, what is its it, it, it's its ultimate length like is it an hour or two or oh no it'll record for many 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 hours many hours and okay yeah that that's not the problem because uh, the cd is only you know uh so many tracks long but uh so then you, you, know. you would record it many times well you hit auto repeat so it plays all night you know mm-hmm mm-hmm but, uh, yeah, the recording length isn't the problem. It's the battery length, the cost of the uh, player, and, you know, of any high-frequency headphones. Like the the ones, 36 kilohertz headphones cost $69. Mm-hmm. And, and they're quite large. They're actually studio headphones. So, you know, that's another issue. Because the cost headphones are relatively small, not as small as earbuds, but the studio headphones are even larger. So that's a, another issue also. But I'm trying to work an improvement cheap as possible. And I do have a new version, and it does work twice as fast. But like I say, it, it, is, it isn't free, <laughs> now, like does my CD. TX, um, does the TX, what was I going to say? See, slip my brain. Um that system um, can it use rechargeable batteries? Yes, and that's what I was doing, and uh, it saves a lot of money on batteries. Yes, you can mm-hmm. use rechargeable. But finally, I just got tired of changing batteries, and I wired it direct. Since I'm an engineer, it just took ten minutes. You know, to solder mm-hmm. two wires to the battery compartment, and uh, now I, I never have changed batteries. Of course, it limits me in walking around. Uh, you know, when I had the batteries in it, I could walk, you know, do dishes or walk out in the yard, or, you know. So the freedom is is something I really didn't want to lose. But uh, I have a Sony. I have another uh, voice recorder that isn't quite as good as Sony, and I use it if I want to walk around, you know, mm-hmm. listen to the. Well, if you're going to offer that TX to the public, then you should have a couple of options. 
if somebody wants that to be hardwired, it should be more expensive, and you can do it for them. Because um, I'll tell you, batteries can drive you crazy. Even rechargeable, well, like you're saying, changing well, is awesome. There's a Panasonic battery you can buy in the dollar store that's very inexpensive, but would it work as well, Dave? Panasonic batteries from the dollar store don't work well at all. They don't, okay. Mm-mm. Well, you know, in traditional batteries, usually the alkaline work the best. That's uh, right. And, uh, you know, they are a little more expensive. But, you, you know, everybody should move to the rechargeable, and it'll save you many, many hundreds of dollars over a year or two. Uh, you can recharge a rechargeable battery a thousand times, you know. Yeah. So you yeah. figure the cost of batteries times a thousand, <laughs> and that's how much it saves you. And if yeah, you're going to buy any quantity of batteries, BJ's, for example, you can get like 50 of them of good Energizer or Duracell um, alkaline, and they're much cheaper than if you buy them in Target or some other location, Walmart even. Right. Buy in quantity, and and you can buy them cheaper. Why are you not using rechargeables? I haven't been because somebody has been giving me the regular, and I haven't had the money to buy the rechargeable system to recharge them. You have to have a special thing to put them in to recharge them. I don't yeah, know that's only that ten bucks. Ten yeah. bucks for the charger, and then the batteries are only, you know, a few bucks a piece. Well, that's what I have to do is get that next paycheck, maybe. Yeah, if you can find I, a Harbor Freight, you'll probably. I do have one up. very nearby, just opened. Oh, cool. And yeah. and Dave, uh, we need some clarification here. The word "cure" is too general of a claim, so. Uh, explain what using erratic, unpredictable frequencies does. Explain what uh, the lady earlier was saying. It takes a while to get into the layers and entrain a person, and it takes a while to unentrain them. So please clarify so I don't have people writing, oh, that's bullshit in the chat room. Yeah, uh, I tell you what. You know, this technology has forced me to examine the very definition of words themselves. You know, a traditional cure is a one-time treatment, and you never have the problem again. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, this technology is bombarding us every single day. So I use the word cure because of the difference in the life of the TI after they're using the CD compared to the beforehand. Uh, In other words, every night they are uh, reversing the attack system. And, uh, you know, in my view, it is a cure. But in a traditional sense, you know, technically, uh, I should probably just use the word countermeasure because we are countering the effects every day. But, you know, it is, it is so dramatic in my life and, and like I say, 50-plus people that I want to get across that this is curing the situation, the problem. But, you know, in a traditional sense, it is not specifically a one-time cures-all. 
it is something that we have to listen to every night and every day. And, uh, and as far as the systems they're using, uh, as I state, in my opinion, they're using the GPS system and using constructive interference to send information to neurons to stop certain brain chemistry to alter brain waves and it is not a process that takes place in one single minute they have to progress over time and build up the system to change the brain waves so every hour they are gaining a, a location of the brain taking over that location the next hour they're gaining another location the next hour they're gaining another location it takes a process it's like dominoes and as they knock down the dominoes they're destroying brain chemistry interfering with your sleep causing sleep deprivation uh, causing all kinds of havoc with the person the ti when you start listening to the CD, you're essentially going backwards, setting up one domino, setting up another domino. You're going backwards, and it's a process. It doesn't send you back to normal in 10 seconds or one hour. You are allowing your brain to heal by stopping the attack system. Also, you mentioned uh, when you go out to Dr. Virtual 7 on YouTube, D-R-V-I-R-T-U-A-L, and then the number 7, he has some soundtracks there specifically for TI, so uh, if there's anybody on this call that hasn't heard it. And there's also another guy. What is that? Z-K-A-O-S. Blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to remember the rest as I'm pulling up a page. Do you remember it, Dave? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I thought it was you that had mentioned it. Um, anyway, yeah. if you, some of us have been listening to the soundtracks, T.I. Scatter Shield uh, or something like that, and he's got ocean waves in the background. It's uh, four hours long, so you can just put it on and have it in the background. And we notice a difference keeping those things on. And, you know, from what information we can get that isn't classified or disinformation, it does really appear that they traumatize TIs in the beginning to break them down to be able to get in to do the entrainment process. And so it would make sense <clears throat> that it would take a period of time for us to undo what they've right. done. Right. Um, so there's, let me turn this off, there's something to be said for um, doing things over a period of time to undo what took a period of time to do. And yeah. there's this other channel too. Go ahead. And what my CD is different, you know, because there are lots of, like, binaural beat 
uh, CDs out there, files that you listen to, like you say, ocean waves. And, you know, you could probably get some results by that. But my theory of operation when I invented this was to make pulses and sounds that are similar to what I was being attacked with. And the theory of operation is to confuse their electronics by adding a very similar sound in both ears. And that's the way I went, and it worked. And it, what it's doing is confusing their attack system because uh, of a bio-relevant feedback loop. In other words, if you're going to attack somebody with this system, you have to get their body temperature, their brain waves, their heart rate, everything about their body and their their position in space-time. You have to know exactly where they're at. This is all data that is sent to their supercomputer. And without that data, they cannot fire the big gun, quote. In other words, uh, my CD contaminates that bio-relevant feedback loop with similar pulses and sounds uh, pulse code modulation is what they're using. And so that's what my CD uh, has on it, is uh, pulses, triangle waves, uh, all kinds of mixture of different waves. And like I say, it, it interferes with that bio-relevant feedback loop. So what, what kind of a frequency generator are you using to do that? Well, it's one that has never existed before. I wired it up myself. I used two 555 oscillator chips, oh. and I wired them in a fashion where they fight each other for power. So this is not a standard oscillator just puts out one frequency. What happens, one oscillator tries to put out a frequency, and it draws power away from the other one. Well, that signal is superimposed on the power supply of the other one. So it's bad. This, these two oscillator chips are battling each other and creating interference in each other's power supply. And then I accidentally recorded this with a microphone hooked up. So there's reverb. There's massive reverb. And this is what I've come to realize, that their systems cannot handle reverb. So all of these properties together mixed on the CD is, is what I'm getting terrific results with. Okay. <clears throat> and let's see, the other... The other channel besides Dr. Virtual 7 is Zakaos Breedlove E-Wing. So it's spelled Z-A-K-A-O-S, then breed and love. It's all one word, and then E-Wing, E-W-I-N-G. When you pull up um, TI Remote Soft Kill Shield, and it says Ocean Waves in parentheses, uh, you'll see in the other options for different videos and soundtracks on the right, uh, the second one that I mentioned, 
and we're seeing some results in that too. So since Good. you know, like you said, I mean, so much of this stuff is automated, and they've obviously gotten a connection to many people on the planet, uh, which I was able to prove. Yeah. traveling from Florida to, or from California to Florida, that the further I got away from cell towers, the less the volume and intensity of the high pitch ring in my left ear was. So because we're hooked up to automated networks with a variety of technologies, the more time that we spend doing any of these kind of things, even if it's uh, just music that you like playing in the background, is better than nothing happening. Basically, everything we can do to confuse and, and disrupt and not be predictable to the parts of these systems that are that are trying to lock onto us and put stuff in us that doesn't serve us. And that that is something I noticed also is uh, standard sounds in your life, such as music or a bell or your refrigerator kicking on, is... Uh, analog signals you know audio mainly is all analog and they do have the ability to reverse wave those or which is really what they're doing is synchronized to those signals to those sounds in other words when i was attacked uh, after i tried to patent a light operated computer they would synchronize the tinnitus with my refrigerator kicking on so immediately, you know, you think, oh, the refrigerator is causing this. So you unplug your refrigerator. And then they would synchronize it to the clock, you know, ticking. So I took the battery out of the clock. And what they do with that process is absolutely destroy your life. And then you uh, start thinking your neighbor has equipment that's bombarding you. And then you go confront your neighbor, and you absolutely up, uproot your assets, your family, your friends. And and before long, you know, you absolutely have brain damage. Your chemistry has changed in your brain. And, you know, they're, they're absolutely destroying people's lives as an experiment. So what, what I'm saying, my whole point in that is, you know, traditional analog sounds in your life, it, it does not stop the attack. That's why I put on the CD strange square wave uh, pulses. You know, they're not traditional sounds, and, and their systems are not used to it. And, and the reverb added to it, they're just not able to countermeasure it. Yeah, it's, it seems like you went out of your way to be unpredictably obnoxious. Yes. <laughs> I'm a musician, so consider it a compliment. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I have guitar temper tantrums and do my wannabe Jimi Hendrix, and I can get that guitar to do some stuff, but I, I hasn't been able to do anything that's on that CD. Yeah, yeah, it's really strange sounds, and that is the secret of how it works, you know. But there, there's a variety here that's available, which is why I'm mentioning Dr. Virtual 7 and this other Zacchaeus Breedlove E-Wing. Um, Dr. Virtual 7 has one here that's a soundtrack that says Terminate AI Nanobots. Um, and as probably a few people have heard me say on other calls, 
I'm really more concerned with the nanotechnology, the quantum dots, which I think I'm seeing autofluorescing in body fluid samples under my microscopes. Uh, and this nanotechnology is highly capable, frequency responsive, and very dangerous to take out the human race, let alone control it and turn people against each other. <clears throat> so the more of us that go through quite a large variety of uh, of soundtracks that Dr. Virtual 7 has provided here, and, and one of the good signs is just how many people are coming forward. I watch numbers like, you know, how long a video or a soundtrack's been posted on YouTube, how many hits there are on it, how many likes or dislikes, and the comments. And, and it's there, there's a lot of TIs out in the world that are, you know, finding themselves drawn to the direction of anything they can do to help themselves. And all the compliments uh, that Dr. Virtual 7 gets, I don't see anybody in any of the comment sections saying, oh, this is just BS, you're being misled. Uh, for some reason, it's it's very pure-hearted. So the more of us that uh, spend time, if you can turn on a computer with some fairly okay speakers and turn turn these things up to a comfortable level and keep them in the background and then report how much of an effect uh, that you might be noticing in different ways that's beneficial to you. Anyway, that's, that's the secret. All we all have to do experiments, try this, try that, and when somebody does get success, help everybody you can, you know. Yeah, that's it. I mean, and, and this is universal law. You know, it's like this lady comes forward and says, well, I went to Walmart and bought a rubber dog dish, and I put it over my head at night, and I didn't really want to share this because I don't want them to know what I'm <laughs> doing and find a way around it. And, you know, my husband still loves me, even though I look pretty stupid. Well, <laughs> you know, I thought about this. It'd be so cool if we could all get together and have a potluck and dress up in all of our shielding equipment and it would probably look more like Halloween than anything but uh, in all seriousness to get down to things that are cost effective and most effective to protect ourselves in every possible way and and also in the realization you know there is no privacy nobody has any privacy anymore so it doesn't really much matter uh, of course, I can't guarantee uh, all the reports that are out there are true. Some of it could be disinformation that, you know, you can put pseudoscience behind something, which I went through quite a bit in my quest to find out what had made me sick in 1990, and then, you know, taking six years to find out about mycoplasmas and the whole uh, multi-pathogenic Lyme disease problem. Um you go down a lot of wrong roads to find things that end up being the few things that actually are helpful. And and it really is a matter of the more of us doing those things and and also looking at, at something in the possible near future that there may be many, many people that end up flocking to the TIs and saying, what was that you were talking about? It's happening to me. It's happening to everybody. And that we would be able to say, here, here's a copy of a CD. You know, put these gel packs up your butt and 
put these Q-tips in your ears and do this and do that, whatever it takes to to help themselves at all. But we've got to take our planet back and our people. I agree. And there's, there's got to be simple countermeasures out there for every effect the TIs are having. For example, I believe it was in the 70s, uh, Captain Crunch put out a little kid's whistle in their box of cereal. Mm-hmm. They found out uh, when you whistle that into a payphone, you get free long distance. You didn't have to put no money in the payphone. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. It activated their system, you know, tone detection or whatever, and they got free. You can call anywhere you want for free. Just whistle into the phone. You know, so, you know there's a way to put CDs together and run your your cable, your your um, TV cable through the CDs and into your TV, and you can get free cable signals. <laughs> yeah. I haven't tried it yet. I saw it on the video. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I, don't, I I have any antenna. I don't I don't pay for cable. I refuse to give them my money, especially when they're destroying people. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of subliminal stuff that we really do have to be concerned about. And I mean, the the video games and the subliminals through digital TVs. It was no mistake that it was federally subsidized to switch everybody over to digital TV. Because yeah, they, and they were even giving away free free converter boxes so you could convert you your analog TV to a digital TV. That's right. They've given them away. Well, consider, <laughs> you know, what, what is it about these younger generations that could be so detached well, if you saw, you know, they're as little kids playing video games where, you know, the army men are all shooting each other and they blow up and blood spatters all over the place. And, I mean, it's not as graphic as real life, but there's a desensitization that happened to that generation. And, and I saw yeah, that on Channel I'm 9. Yeah, I'm dealing with that with my son. Are you? You know, when that, I'm dealing with it. He's just so detached. He doesn't. He doesn't know what's going on in the world, and he doesn't want to know. He just wants to stay in his little cocoon. Yeah, well, there's and and to me, to me, knowledge is power. It is. I mean, it's up to us to steer people in a direction to to be inquisitive. I remember having a girlfriend with three teenagers, and they're all sitting around doing Xbox and watching video games and the middle son seemed like the only real hopeful one and and I just said you know what one day you're going to look back and realize that you you have nothing to show for all the time you sat there playing video games except for maybe you know some good manual dexterity but otherwise pursue something go out and do something tangible think about what you might want to be doing in your life well, the guy's in Hollywood now, studying to be an actor. I don't know what ended up happening to the two other kids, but but it's really true. I mean, we have to guide the children, and 
anybody and everybody that will listen to say, you know, head in directions that you'd be able to look back on your life and say, I really made good use uh, and, you know, had productive time in my life and have something to show for it. And and I'm not even talking about material gain either. Do you still know this person who's trying to, studying to be an actor now? I do, yeah, actually. Because you know, you don't get you're not successful in Hollywood unless you go through an initiation. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish him well, weaving in and out of all the craziness of that. He he's really a pure-hearted soul and uh, you know a compassionate person, so. I'm sure he's going to have his lessons to to learn along the way, but I think he has a strong enough constitution to to come to realize the plasticity of Hollywood and probably head in a different direction. Well, yeah. Neil, you hit you hit it right on the head. Uh, this country is in deep, deep trouble. They found out video games and television when children watch them, the flashing lights causes attention deficit disorder, rewires the brain. That's why they cannot sit in a chair or understand, you know, a paragraph because they can't sit still, they can't concentrate. Their their brain is constantly looking for flashing lights. And uh, it, it is absolutely destroying this country. You know, kids, they can't function in society. David one, David, one of the principal reasons for children having attention deficit disorder, half to 50% of the time they're misdiagnosed. Number two, when they put pesticide in the uh, classroom, which they spray them with unmercifully, they uh, depress the central nervous system. Dr. Epstein came to our conference and he said it goes in their body and their bloodstream in 10 seconds and start to depress their central nervous system. And then they have all these cleaning fluids and everything else that they clean at schools and everything with. Plus, they even took Wi-Fi out of some of the classrooms. That stimulated them, so they were set up with one thing and down with another. So no wonder the kids have attention deficit disorder. And that's yeah, one of the all, our society, and our society is designed the medicine to make you sick. Them, the medicine they gave them was uh, Ritalin, and that's Coke. Yeah, our society is made, is designed to make people sick and then treat them, their illnesses, with medication. That's so, right. Treat the, treat the symptoms, not the disease. The group to get control of the people. I don't think it's experimentation at all. I think they're doing it deliberately to get the, they're supposed to be mind control of the population and to eliminate 80% of the population and start over with a new perfect world order. That's what they think. Yeah, perfect slaves. I mean, look at us. We all learned a bunch of disempowering bullshit in public schools. And there was a generation of parents that said, I, I want to give my, my kids more than that. And they homeschooled. Hey, Dave, uh, you still there? Yeah. Dave, did you ever um, read uh, Dr. Samuel Milham's book, uh, uh, Dirty Electricity, in which he went ahead and put uh, the filters, the same thing that you're talking about having, uh, you know, made, uh, uh, in classrooms uh, and charted the behavior 
the, any changes in behavior uh, of the children you know, before and after the uh, the dirty electricity, uh, the, the capacitors, the filters were put in. That's interesting. I'm surprised they let him do it. <laughs> oh, well, there were only a few, you know, uh, once the, the uh, mucky mucks in some of the schools found out about the cause of, of uh, all the teachers, many, of, not all, but an exorbitant, an unusual amount of teachers getting cancer uh, in classrooms that uh, only, you know, the dirty electricity was one aspect, but the proximity to cell towers was another one. Cell towers right on the school campus in some cases. But still, there were enough teachers, uh, you know, that, that there were several schools, uh, including in Canada and, and in Southern California, that, uh, uh, that he went ahead and, and uh, charted uh, the differences in the behavior uh, as you know, as reported by the teachers. Um, and sometimes, well, the kids, of course, didn't know filters were put in or out. But anyway, that is a, that is, a, and he's an epidemiologist. He spent 50 years, the 50 years of his career uh, charting occupational, um, well, you know, cancers and like that uh, due to occupational exposure. I think it's a, just a little 100-page book. I think you'd really enjoy. Yeah, I'll take a look at that. That's very interesting. Also, uh, there's one other thing that I'd like to mention, you know, like uh, you were talking about try this and try that. Try that. I, found a, I found another thing, uh, another very inexpensive effective shielding material. And I, I found it in the dumpster, don't you know? Uh, <laughs> That's cheap enough. That's great. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's where I get some of my best stuff. Uh, you know, the <laughs> throwaway society. You know, cardboard works pretty good, too, uh, along, especially if you've got a few layers of aluminum foil uh, on it with the right shiny side out. But anyway, what I found was I have... It's like Reflectix, but uh, Reflectix has, you know, it's double-sided, shiny mylar kind of stuff, you know, on, on each side, and, and that's not good. You just want one side shiny to deflect the microwaves, right? Yeah. Right. So anyway, so this is that is what this stuff is. And uh, what, what its original use was as a um, thing to... It's kind of like a, it's about, it is, it is like Reflectix, except that it's one-sided, and then there's a white material on the inside, and then there's the bubbles, the little bubbles in, in the air, you know, that helps too. Uh, but anyway, the whole thing is, I'm telling you, it is just as good, just about as good, according to my meter, as my uh, $80, $90 uh, French silver, silver, silverized, Ednet, the amount of radiation of microwave that it it blocks, it is just about it is just it is just really a very very good material, uh, and so I don't know where to get it yet. But what it was used for, it came in a box as a liner for frozen food. 
Well, one of my neighbors, you know, bought a big box of frozen food, and it's about a three foot by two foot by two foot high uh, uh, box. Anyway, this stuff was used as insulation to keep the cold, the 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 frozen food frozen. Yeah, insulation. It's insulation. And you know, you can make, I'm sure you can make vests out of it or, or anything. It's very pliable and uh, it's just like Reflectix, except that it's got a, a white, one side is white with the bubble, bubble stuff on top of that. But superior uh, to the double sided Reflectix. You can, you know, I'm sure you can buy it in big sheets, and it's got to be inexpensive. So yeah, that's I'm, a good idea. You probably have to contact uh, one of the shipping companies and ask them what, you know, where the source is. Oh, right. Yep. Hey, Dave. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I bought one of the uh, battery chargers at. At Harbor Freight, I got the ten, eleven dollar one. You know, you could, you can recharge uh, uh, four AA batteries. Uh, it worked just fine the first night. The second night, it was dead as a doornail. And they do have a problem. I do have a problem with them turning my CD. They don't turn the CD off. I think they do something in between the CD and the. I use earbuds, and I can play your. I can play your CD, and then. I, I do have to wake up. I don't have a good CD player. So I have to wake up and turn it back on again. I turn it back on again, and they'll either, I'll either hear a little a little spark or a little, you know, kick real quick instead of the thing coming on, or it comes on for a while, and then they turn it off. They can turn that thing off some way. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you need to get you a good CD player or uh do like I do and record it onto a super high quality voice recorder. There's no moving parts in the voice recorder and I've never heard of anybody being able to shut that off. Uh yeah. Okay. You know, uh, that's you, what I would how, recommend. How would you be able to block them by wireless induction from sucking the life out of people's batteries? This is reported quite a bit. Yeah. You yeah. you wouldn't believe how many reports people have told me brand new CD players they put my CD in it and it works one night and the next day it it they it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. They don't like your CD. They definitely no, do not no. like the, your CD. The first first person I cured uh she told me uh you got to send me another one cuz uh they broke into my house took the CD and left a butcher knife sticking up between my couch cushions. And, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. The first person I cured, she had a lot of problems. But, you know, that tells me that they knew it worked. Yeah. <laughs> why, yeah. Would you, why would you take a chance and break in somebody's house and take a CD if you didn't think it would work, you know? Exactly. I have my CD with me everywhere I go. I don't I don't leave it in the house if I'm if I'm not home it's with me and 
I'd had to do that with, I'm like a bag lady, you know, <laughs> carrying everything around all the time, you know. It's like the old, I, I was, I went through this before when I had children and I had to, had to carry bags around with me for the kids, you know, diaper bags and bottles and all that stuff, you know, and it's like I've, I've gone back to the good old days when my pocketbook weighs probably about 40 pounds. <laughs> it's unbelievable, but, you know, I don't trust anybody anymore. It's, it's, it's a luxury to be able to trust somebody. Yeah, it really is. Uh, that's like how it was in World War Two. Too. Yeah, I mean you you have to tune into your intuition, and we're already really hypersensitive to everything. So the more we can tune into to the positive side of our own gut feelings about things, like if somebody bad is behind you in a grocery store or something, that you just feel it. Uh, the more we can tune into that, the more powerful we'll be. Because if there's nothing else, I'd like to be able to say it's that power is over force, and there's a way to neutralize anyone or anything that would force their agenda on you. You know, I mean, we can't be pacifistic, but fighting fire with fire just brings more fire. Is what I see. Yeah, I, you know. Um... I think I'm being affected by these um, this energy force that's hitting the earth right now because I've been on a roll of anger. Yeah. Really bad. Really bad. Uh, you, need to, you need to do grounding. Uh, I've noticed, I've, I've recommended it to several people and myself, and as soon as you attach your ground wire to your body, you can feel that anger just leave. Oh, yeah. I've been sleeping with it. The ground? Yeah. Okay. Um, if I don't sleep with it, when I wake up in the morning, my body is shaking. What are you grounding to? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> Good. Um... Uh, the outlet. Okay, well, I'm just gonna. Tell I got, it. I got, the, I got, a, I bought a plug and wired just the ground. Well, Neil has the best grounding design I've ever heard. Go ahead, Neil. Well, I'm just gonna say, I mean, grounding is a problem. The Earth isn't resonating at 7.83 anymore. There's things being superimposed, even to you know, driving a piece of pipe or a ground rod into the earth outside your bedroom window and then running a coax wire. Um, I'm, my spectrum analyzer starts at 54 hertz, so I'm not going to be able to see the lower frequencies, which can affect our moods. But uh, what I will say in the experiments I've done so far was John Mecca had made some kind of a, a little unit called Jammer 11, some people said it worked for a little while, and then it didn't work. But it was a pulse of DC electricity. 
And so I decided to follow what somebody on a call about four years ago said he just took a couple AA batteries, hooked them up to a tiny little DC motor with brushes in it so that it would have a pulse, and then just uh, you know ran a piece of wire off the plus and the minus of the motor and put it near his head at night to sleep. And so I built a bigger unit and put what's called a pulse width modulator, which is just a $7 little PC board with a, a volume knob or a dimmer switch, kind of a knob on it, to control the speed of the motor. And then I would set it down to where uh, it would be about eight pulses per second because 8 hertz is really a, a good thing. I have a, an actual therapeutic list of frequencies that are good for us and what the effects are. What I noticed was that when I didn't use it, I woke up angry. I mean, really angry. And so I've yeah. been using that for, for four years. And the other thing I noticed was um, taking an AC adapter and uh, it's a 12-volt DC motor, so I got a 12-volt DC adapter, um, and then having the AC power run through the little step-down transformer in the adapter, <clears throat> that powering it that way, I still woke up angry. So then I went and got one of those little portable battery units from Harbor Freight, that you charge up in the wall and then you unplug it and then you can plug a cigarette lighter attachment into it. So I ran a cigarette lighter attachment off the end of this thing I'm calling the Dream Shield and had no more problems. Consistently wake up okay. So as I said before, I just give the warning uh, that there is low frequencies being superimposed through that third prong in the outlets of exactly. power. That's exactly from the power company. So yeah, I like your design your design of uh running the coax to a ground rod and then another ground rod to the shield of the coax. Mhm. That really you know uh, Yeah, at this point that's probably the best we could do until more research is done. I actually have some like eighty page report from military grade uh Faraday cages with anechoic chambers to block out the sonic weapon problem, uh, where they go into deeper um grounding methodologies. But, you know, because of Gwen Towers and probably Scalar uh, let alone underground military bases. We have some pretty nasty shit coming up from below. One TI even said, don't look down and to the right. And I was like, what? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll test out just about anything. And and so I found myself just kind of staring like I was in a daze down and to the right. And so instant defiance in my character, I looked up and to the left. Well, I don't know what there is about that, but um, I, I paid more attention to it. I think there's some really nasty stuff coming from below us. And unfortunately, the, these guys have just mapped the, the whole human condition. And according to Barry Trower, there's a classified list of 600 frequencies that control a variety of functions in the human experience.
So, so more than just physical level. Obviously, if they can overlay personalities and and do all this kind of stuff, um, it's we we got to figure out everything we can possibly figure out. Well, I do shut off my breakers at night. Oh, that's good. I have my refrigerator I leave on and um a well, couple of power hours. is the power on in the plug that you're grounded to. Yes, but okay. no because I well I turned it's got a switch for a light I turn the switch off. Well, what I'm saying is I I would never use the third prong of your socket if the power is on because of uh, transient induction. That ground wire is wrapped in your power lines and it will cause 60 hertz to be put on, even if it's one volt of 60 hertz put on that ground wire, you're not grounded. You're actually getting radiated with 60 hertz. Yep. Oh. I mean, one report is saying that there's a fiber optic interface being run through the neutral wire, which is tied to the ground wire in your power box on one common bus bar. Um, so they're they're saying there's a fiber optic interface that's sending ELFs through those lines, uh, let alone I, whatever. I smart. haven't really figured out what outlets are on what switch because it's kind of jumbled. Well, do, you have, do you have a water pipe that's metal or do you have a uh, gas line that's metal that comes into your house? Actually, I have baseboard heating. I could oh. probably run it to that pipe, huh? No, it, not necessarily. <laughs> if if it's buried, you know, and it's metal is is my philosophy. You know, it, it's a partial ground. It's better than using a wall socket. That's what I'm saying. And and I'm just I'm getting a warning that they are using microwave pulse technology to read your water meter. Uh, and water is conductive, and so are the copper pipes that they're often run through. So grounding to a water pipe may not even be safe for us. Uh, see, I got a well. Uh, I live out in the mountains. <laughs> you're lucky. What state are you in? Missouri. Oh, that's right. Down in the Ozarks. Oh, wow. Are you getting snow then? Or just cold as hell? No, no. It's 60-something degrees right now. <laughs> oh, cool. But yeah, I'm sure we will soon. But. Who is that lady that gets up in the morning and says she's shaking when she wakes up? Are you still on? Yes, I'm here. Okay, let's do an experiment and find out. I tried this. It helped me a lot. Before you go to bed at night, most people go to bed, sleep in all their dirt and toxins, and get up in the morning, take a bath, and I think, I can't stand that. I can't stand to go to bed without a bath. So get in hot water, get in a hot tub, put a half a cup of soda, a half a cup of essence salt, and some people use a half a cup of, of uh, organic vinegar, apple vinegar. 
soak and rub down, rub, 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 and get all the stuff out of your skin and body that you possibly can, and then go to bed and be real, real warm, and see if in the morning you're still shaking. And I take a couple B12 at night when I go to bed, and Dr. Pincus says use magnesium and calcium and take it at night in a liquid form only, not tablets. The magnesium will calm you down and help you to sleep. Neil, he sells a special CalMax Maxim uh, formula that he has made himself, and it shouldn't have any chemicals in it, he says. He says it's purified. So if you take your calcium magnesium, I think it was zinc and D3 when you go to bed at night, but it's the magnesium that helps you to sleep well. I don't know if you want to take a melatonin or not, but that might help. Yeah, I don't you know, I have all, I have I have all that in the house, and I forget. I have the I melatonin. I have the B twelve, and I yeah. I just I forget. Well, B twelve you know? B twelve is a stimulant, so I don't know that that's good to take that at night when you go to bed. It's good when you get up in the morning. But Doctor Marshall said all women should take a melatonin one every single day, and it's more than just sleeping. And I forget what this other reason was. It's good for your brain. Yeah, it helps right. your brain heal. Right. So try that. Let's do an experiment and see if it works, and see if you will not be shaking in the morning. I think the magnesium will do it and detox well, before you go uh, to bed. It doesn't. It doesn't happen every day. It, it's when I forget to ground myself at night. And I and another thing, I love my bath. I take a bath every day. I love it. But at night before you go to bed? No, not before I go to bed. Well, maybe an hour before you go to bed. At least they want to detox your body before you go to bed. Get all the stuff out, and then you sleep better. Okay. Let's I have try. only a. I have only a walk-in shower, so baths don't work, number one. Number two, I use one cup of everything she said, the soda, the Epsom salt, therapeutic brand, uh, the organic um, apple cider vinegar with, it must have mother on the label. That's the best kind. And I use a cup of each of that in an 18-quart dishpan and put my feet in there for an hour. Yeah, yeah. And that's good. the water turns very dark where what's coming out of there, which I think is heavy metals or something. It looks but, awful, but it's really good. I know, but there's bad stuff coming out, and that is good. So yeah. I suggest that combination. I use a cup, a cup, a cup, and I go through a lot of that stuff, but I think it's one thing that we can help ourselves with. Well, I used to go to the chiropractor, and I paid him $35 every half an hour. He had a professional copper one that an eBay one he said cost ten thousand dollars, probably five. But I'll tell you it was magnificent. The next day I felt divine. <laughs> a couple of people told me, Rhonda, a couple of people told me they bought one for hundred and twenty five dollars and they said it worked. I don't know if it did, but Neil knows how to do that foot bath too. How do you do yours, Neil? With a battery charger from Harbor Freight. <laughs> Are you still doing it? 
No, I, I haven't been doing it. I've been just really focused on running right frequencies and, you know, keeping my head above water. I'm busy all the time. Well, try it again. I, I need to get back to it. I, I do. I mean, I, I think it's very important. And Yeah, but you can't keep on detoxing your body without feeding it back to rebuild your immune system. And I think that may be what's weakening you some is um, not rebuilding your immune system. And if you rebuild that, which it requires a lot of minerals, Dr. Marshall said we're all dying of lack of minerals. And uh, the right diagnosis, the right mixtures will, and anything else that you can rebuild your immune system with. He says don't eat any kind of um, processed oils, not any kind. He just screams about that. And... um, What's the other thing he says? Uh, I'm trying to remember everything he says. He's really fantastic. Um, oils and oils and oils. He says don't eat cooked food. You're supposed to eat five fruit and five vegetables a day and don't eat cooked food. Yeah. When I lived and, in Florida, they were so much more progressive about healthy living, healthy nutrition. When I came back north, to New York State, north, uh, western New York State, um, you never hear anything about this kind of thing. It's the people that want to have everything taste good. And when I offer people some kind of drink that may not be something they're used to, it doesn't taste bad, but they're not used to it. They don't like it. And I said, when are you people going to start waking up? If you want to live longer, you're going to have to start giving a little sacrifice for good taste and fat and sugar and everything else to live healthier and live longer with things that may not taste good because you're not used to them. You weren't raised with them. But it's a very difficult thing to combat. Uh, I'll tell you, ignorance is one of the worst battles you can fight right now as far as I'm concerned. And don't eat meat. He says don't eat any kind of meat. No fish, no chicken, no nothing. He said don't eat meat because it's got so much horrible stuff in it. I don't eat meat anymore. If I can find wild salmon, I buy that, and I try to eat that once a week. Otherwise, you should take the fish oils, I guess. But the Baskin-Robbins, I remember. Remember the ice cream people? With Baskin's old Robbins, the father had a heart attack. He lived in New York, and he stayed sick, sick, sick. And his son had written a book titled Diet. You are what you eat. And the doctor finally told the father, he said, you better get your son's book and start following it and pay attention to it. And he did, and he got well. Uh, back to the detox, I like those those pads, those foot pads that you can wear at night. And you can do it, do it for five days, and you can tell um, gradually that it, they get very dark the first night, and then gradually the thing is cleaner looking in the morning. They're easy. <laughs> well, Dr. Marshall sells a product called Dragonfly, and he vows it helps to to uh, detox you. And he believes in coffee enemas. He's always pushing people to do coffee enemas. And one of our TIs, he always did them. I don't have the nerve, but she always did it, and she vowed it was fantastic. And it doesn't cost you anything. She said, no, it doesn't cost you anything.
but uh, I'm always pushing people. We must rebuild your immune. You take everything out, take everything out, but you've got to put back a rebuilding your immune system. Did I lose you? Oh, it went. I'm I'm here, but I'm fading out. I just uh, don't. It's like I just my mind just shut off for like five minutes. <laughs> Me too. I finally got in bed. Ron, one last question. I'll stop talking. How do they wake us every? She she wakes that Jennifer White lives next door. She wakes me. She can wake me every hour, or she can wake me every two hours, or she can wake me every hour and a half. I don't understand the question. I, I you got to talk how, a little more clearly. How do they wake you every hour? How do they wake you every two hours? Uh, they're not doing that to me. They are right now. Well, you know, Dave's CD, I think, will we'll stop that. What? What is it? If you listen to Dave's CD, you'll sleep. You'll sleep better. I was. I. I like it, but it's, it's tough for me to sleep with that thing on my head. I can do it a couple of hours before I go to sleep. Yeah, and then I can do it when I get up. But I don't sleep with it because I can't. I don't sleep. But it doesn't matter whether I have that on or not. It. Um, she was doing it long before that. And I've said loud at the front door. Well, if you, well, do you have like a boom box or something? You can put the CD in that and just play it near your head at night. Yeah, but I try to use it a lot during the day. So I get a number of hours anyway. Yeah, I I don't know. I think at least 12 hours a day should be your goal. <laughs> I don't do that. I can stay and I wouldn't get anything done. I'm telling you, you have to change your lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. This is what we this is what we've been handed and this is what we have to do. But see I don't have that. I don't have I don't have those very much. I really don't have it. Almost none anyway. I don't have the beams and things that you have all night long. She just has some method of waking me, and I can tell when she she plans it. She can do it an hour, or she can do it two hours, or she can do it an hour and a half. I watch the clock. Well, you know, um, there's there's got to be something you can do. I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I told her one day, I said, every time you wake me, I'm going to wake you. They just threw the wall on the other side. We have townhouses in there, four in every building. Yeah. See, I, I've really been blessed. I'm, I should be more grateful. I've been com- in a complaining mode lately, but I live in a... <laughs> I live, yeah, I live in the, um, I live in a, um, an apartment complex. I'm on the first floor, ground floor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The building is brick. 
Um, and I'm really sheltered because I've got three floors above me plus the building is brick. So I I think that um, I've got some built-in protection here and in between the floors is sheet metal and cement. Good. So I've, I've got a really decent... Uh, I don't like living in an apartment. I'd rather have my own house. I used to have my own house, but um, I've got to be grateful for what I do have because I'm I'm really... I really believe God put me here because I didn't realize it was going to be like this. And another thing is my my apartment faces the woods, so there's nobody, there's no buildings. I'm not I'm not looking at any other building around me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's good, I guess. I'm 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 I got a really good setup, but I'm not really happy. <laughs> I'm going to complain. <laughs> nobody in nobody in the apartment is happy because it takes away your privacy. But you're safer there than you are in a house by yourself. When I was in my house, they just did terrible things to me all the time. Oh yeah, and I've heard some horrible stories. Oh god! One morning I woke up and I was. I always went and got a glass of milk at 5 o'clock, and I went back, turned on the TV, and I saw the lights off, and it was still dark. And I was sitting there in bed watching TV, and I saw this hammer come through the window right beside my bed. I thought, oh, no, two dogs and not not one bark. I picked up the telephone, called the police woman, and said, I hear them banging on your window. Well, the curtain was closed. And it was 14 minutes before a cop got there. And the cop said, well, I'm going to turn this in as destruction of property. I said, you're a liar. He was breaking an injury. Well, I'm pretty sure I knew who did it. And then I talked to I didn't see the, some guy was older guy substituting, delivering the newspaper. He didn't come to collect for six months. Because yeah. I came the week before going and stopping him uh, behind my house. He was delivering the paper in the back and at 5 o'clock. I saw him stop back there one morning. I thought, I wonder what he's doing. When he came to pick up his money, I said, you broke in my window, didn't you? He said, oh, I have children. I have a wife. I said, I don't care if you have children or not. Why were you breaking in my window? He, no, didn't he didn't want to get in trouble. He threw the hammer, but he didn't want to get in trouble. If he didn't want to get in trouble, he should have thrown the hammer. Yeah, I don't care, but he never denied it either. But see, I didn't have a police report that said someone was breaking entry. I had a police report that said destruction of property. The police do all this stuff. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking. But the police didn't want to turn him in. They knew he did it. They probably put him up to it. He had a broken leg or something, so he was delivering mail while he was on a broken leg. Anil? Yeah. Anil, hi, it's Melinda. How are you? Merry Christmas. 
Hey, Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you. Let me ask you a quick question. My girlfriend um, has a thing called ocular migraines, and it's like her right eye would just maybe go blind for about a half hour. The doctors can't find anything wrong, and she's also getting vertigo. And with those symptoms, do you think uh, she's being hit in the so by what? And today she said for two days, today and yesterday she didn't have any dizziness or, or vertigo. And I said, well, did you change anything, location or your meds, forget to take your meds, or is there any change? I haven't heard back from her, but uh, do you have any feelings about that? Well, I mean, obviously I wouldn't speculate uh, to diagnose or prescribe, not that I really give a shit what the FDA has to say. They're really on my shit list right now. Um, but uh, taking meds, uh, that term is taken so casually as to say that your doctor, who's probably well-meaning, is saying that those pharmaceutical products have been tested and are safe and that the the people that run those companies are not part of some kind of an evil agenda to undermine control and kill the human race for their own profit. Um, <laughs> if she's taking well, no, any kind, I, I, any kind I, of I don't know what she's taking. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I asked her if she forgot them or, you know, what could have uh, caused the vertigo to go away. Um, but is there any kind of um, EMF or anything that could cause those symptoms? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure. I mean, if, if there's some safe place you could get some blood work done, it would probably be a good idea. Oh, she's um, had so much blood work and scans and everything, but, you know, they're probably not looking for the right thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, mainstream medicine isn't going to find a lot of things in, in my, you know, point is to say if you're taking pharmaceutical products you're you're supporting an industry that was designed to dumb down control and slowly murder the, the human population so uh, based on the information you gave me I would say uh, whatever the original reason she got put on what we so casually call meds that that I would consider finding a natural way to take care of whatever yeah. brought her to that place. As I say, I, I have no idea what she's taking, if she's taking yeah. anything at all. I just suggested that to her as a possible thing because people can change a little thing during the day and the next day they feel so much better and they don't know what they've done, you know what I mean? Right. And I was just yeah. throwing stuff out to her. Yeah, just there's there's too many factors there for for me to speculate and pass on some information and then find out she had a stroke and died. So <laughs> I I mean I would ask them to pay particular attention uh, to her red blood cells not being all clumped together, which is called Rouleau, because I I think that they are purposely antagonizing this situation. And not only is it stopping a simulation and waste removal processes, but uh, it is a potential for, for seizures and strokes and and heart attacks. Mm-hmm. And would the doctor know what that test is? Um, geez, uh, I'm not sure. 
mean, you could write out Rouleau and say, would you ask the doctor to have the lab take note of whether my red blood cells were okay because the the radiation exposure from the smart grid network and wireless networks is so high that, that I have a feeling probably every blood sample I could get my hands on would probably show that. And, and of course, you know, anybody who's uh, taking blood thinners can't use proteolytic enzymes safely, so she couldn't take Wobenzyme N, as in now, um, if she was taking blood thinners. So because this is being recorded, if it was referred back to whatever I say in detail really matters that she couldn't take Wobenzyme N. But um, whether doctors or labs would actually take note of Rouleau, which is R-O-U-L-E-A-U-X, or not, um, I rather doubt that they do, to tell you the truth. I mean, I've seen people go in and have lab work done and have them say, well, we found some kind of bacteria here Take you know, this antibiotic or that antibiotic. Well, after six months of uh, a wild goose chase, running everything from Ebola to Zika virus to malaria to Lyme complex, uh, I finally ran across a a biowarfare cocktail involving E. coli and some viruses and different strains of pneumonia all put together from some really intelligent person that uh, puts frequency sets together for people that have Rife machines. And I've been running those frequencies, and I'm responding to them. So uh, I forgot what my point is. The the details really, really matter. And uh, for, for somebody to, oh, here's my point throwing antibiotics at some kind of bacteria these days, what's in the report before you get the frequencies that you program into your machine says sugar, dairy products, and antibiotics cause these designer disease biowarfare cocktails to spread like wildfire. And and what you know what will they do to me, especially at Christmas time when, you know, friends send me chocolate and walnut fudge, and I'm like, oh my god, and and I feel the pain go up after I eat sugar, and I I like half and half. I'll drink a little bit of half and half with uh, with my Immunopro RX non-denatured whey protein to get glutathione. And to stay away from all that, I, I remember uh, being so sick with Lyme and walking into a grocery store and walking out the other side with tears running down my face because everything scared me away from everything. And I was like, don't eat meat, don't do this, don't do that. What is there in this store that I can eat? You know, Carol? Oh, I know. I know when you get food awareness, it, that's the same thing I say to myself. But, you know, Dr. Mercola says eat red meat, but must be organic red meat, no, not the cow, not the uh, combined feeding lots that, you know, get all the bacteria and yeah. um, the animals rubbing together and being too close. 
and I eat organic chicken and cage-free eggs, and and uh, I don't eat a lot. I'm mean, eggs I eat every day, but uh, the other day I don't eat very much. I eat a lot of chicken, but it's all organic. Yeah, no, that's worth it to do. I mean, it, it does matter. There was a, a special forces guy that we met on the beach and started talking with him. He was probably there for us, but uh, she offered to take, <laughs> his, take his picture, and he didn't like that. So we started talking, and he said, you know, the shit is going to hit the fan, and I already have my wife and children settled in Bolivia. Um, he said, the one thing that I can tell you is to be very careful about what you eat. Eat as pure as you can. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you we do are. have to trust the labels. I mean, you have to trust something. You you do. And, you know, part of it might be uh, uh, by intention to transmutate. You know, you can uh, call it stupid if you want, but it, we are intention generators. There's radionics devices that can intensify your intentions, and it's well documented that you can see the proof. So if you were to believe that you could hold your hands over a plate of food that might not be the purest thing in the world and say, I'm taking this food into my body as nutrition and it's not going to harm me, uh, I would say at least you're being sincere and doing everything you can possibly do because you know, you couldn't afford to go to the health food store and spend $500 a week to get the purest stuff. And the other factor is who the hell's growing organic food? Is it in a completely uh, filtered ventilation system inside yeah. of a greenhouse? If it's out it in the chemtrails, it's not organic. It's better than GMO. Well, I, I um, you know, I, as I said, eat buffalo meat, and that's, they're way out in Montana on the range, and they don't get the inoculations and the hormones. Right, yeah, stuff. the purer, they, the better. But, I mean, now yeah, they you, have outlawed. They have outlawed um, hormones okay. in meat now. Now we're working on the antibiotics to get them out. But you have to trust when they say cage-free chickens, you know, grass-fed their whole lives, and not grain-fed. Grain-fed is bad because all the grains are polluted. Right. And this president signed the Monsanto Protection Act that we have now, and uh, Jerry Brown, our wonderful governor, signed the Monsanto Potato, is now the national potato of California. Oh, no. Well, I mean, you know, who oh, doesn't yeah. want to hire uh, a billionaire to run the country? It well, wasn't even I don't a matter. think Jerry Brown is a billionaire. <laughs> no, no, he he's not a billionaire, but, I mean, he's... Anybody in the political arena has got to be willing to do a certain amount of not-okay-for-everybody type stuff. Well, he got married recently. He's 74. I went out with him once back in the 60s. Oh. But I, and I think his wife is his handler, and he's also a Jesuit. Really? Jes- well, he's Jerry Brown. Yeah, uh, he's a retread. He was governor in '74, of course, California. Yeah, I remember. So, so ultra left, and they reelect him again, and they say we have deficits and deficits, thirty-two billion or one hundred and thirty-two billion now from sixteen. I mean, he's you know not particularly good for the state. No, California has really gone down the drain since Arnie came along, right? Well, he didn't help. 
but you know they're saying let you know we want all the immigrants we can in, and they can't even afford to pay for the citizens who want their handouts. Yeah, um, the the call's probably going to end in you know five to fifteen minutes. I'll do a late night call for for anybody who wants to get in on it. So maybe five minutes after this call automatically terminates, you can just reload your page and put in the same thing. And we talk about a variety of things on the late night call. Feels like a kind of a high energy night, so I think probably a good amount of people will show up. So. If the call ends and you're not ready to be sleepy and you want to still hang out, come to the late night call. We talk about quite a variety of things, and we should contemplate everything and 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 see what we can really actually implement that will empower us. Um, for anybody who wasn't on the call earlier, I really just got sick of struggling along with no money to do some of the projects that are on the list from from the 400 hours of R&D calls. And so I put together a GoFundMe page uh, that's called R&D for Targeted Individuals. And I've done a couple of pretty long write-ups to explain the diversity of the things that, that I'd like to accomplish with the money. Uh, the goal is $25,000, which would cover some detection equipment that would lead us towards better understanding and field service capabilities and and possibly a timeshare network for those that would like to, you know, borrow some equipment that would be frequency specific like spectrum analyzers um, and be able to see what's around and what's coming from where. And then uh, the other part of the funds is to go to developing protective measures that would be at least effective enough to reduce things. And then last but not least is the problem with biologicals and chemicals. And I had talked with Derek probably three years ago about putting together a chemical and biological committee, but there was uh, you know, just a lack of interest and not enough people that were really into to microbiology or parasitology. Yeah, but so, there is many Neil. There wasn't then, and Derek won't even listen to it because he doesn't think it's real and he doesn't want to do it. But now there are a whole lot more people talking about it than ever before. So maybe you and I could try again. I'll be in charge of that one if you want. I'd love to do it. The chemical and biological? Oh, I don't know much about biological, but chemical I know. I've been doing it for 30 years. I know Good. it. Good. I'd love it because that's my weak point. Me I've too. Got, I've, got, I've got I've got microscopes. I've got about four grand in my setup. Um, I have fluorescence capabilities, which is nice to have. But my equipment's all fifty years old. I'm at a point where I'm limited to get up to twenty four hundred times magnification, and with newer microscopes, I'll be able to get up to four thousand magnification and still have software that that can dial into things closer, and I've posted the short video of uh, two other TIs that I've taken blood samples from that show the same mystery pathogen that's in me, uh, in them too. too. Uh, can, so I get I, blood, can I get blood and send it to you, or what? 
Well, well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a matter of me getting set up and checking into legalities and everything and then having something to destroy the sample. So, uh, you know, because it could be messed with. They could put Ebola on a slide and send it to me and screw me over or, or put sodium azide, which kills you in about 30 seconds. Uh, and it's used in a, a staining process. At, at any rate, um, yeah, I have to check into some details, but I'm looking at a, a 12-week course for about $5,500 that comes with pretty much state-of-the-art software and a state-of-the-art microscope. And and being that nobody else in the in the whole TI community that I know of is doing anything with microbiology and the amount of people that have reported problems with with chemicals uh there's there's too many of us that it's happening to so your interest in in the chemical end of things will be a major blessing and you know we can work together on on anything that you know to get myself put in a position where I could take chemical and body fluid samples and then have the guidance around me from a variety of people uh, to be able to say, oh, you know, this is looking like it's, uh, you know, some kind of a pesticide or herbicide, some organophosphate, or, hey, Neil, I did some research, and this looks like sarin gas, or as in your case, you know, understanding phosgene gas and nerve gases and what happens when you mix well, I've got all the research on it. I've already done it. And that friend that you talked to outside of Philadelphia is fantastic in chemistry. And she would do it. Really? So we got you and the three. Yeah, she's, you know, her name starts with an M. And she would do it. And she's fantastic in chemistry. And she was going to go to medical school and her father wouldn't pay for it. Because he was an old guy. I didn't think women should be a doctors, But She's fantastic. So you and I, that's three on a committee. We should get together and do it. We could do three-way calls and really yeah. work on And I can contribute. Maybe now I can work out $50 a month on it. Cool. Okay. And I'm trying to get my other room. If I get my other room, then I have a little more money. I can work on that. I have a friend coming to Florida for a month next, next oh, January. She's coming down. I don't, I don't go to Florida. I just can't stand the heat down there. Yeah, but, it can be bad. Are you okay. going to move? Are you going to move somewhere else or stay there? No, I, I've got to get out of the city. Uh, I'm feeling an urgency, and i got to fix this house up. And Do you, know, you, own, it, house or, do you own your house or what? Yeah, I do. Well, we should move up here. It's just the middle of the East Coast, and I'm near the ocean, and you can... I'm a half a mile from the ocean, and you can walk right over there and walk in the water. I can go there and stand around the ocean, and the oxygen is so much so good that my knees will stop hurting. Yeah, it does. Uh, we go to the ocean, and we always feel better, and we we don't stop and take a break and go to the ocean enough till we're just about both bas- basket cases. So, uh, it, like I said earlier on this call, it's really beneficial. Um, to get near large bodies of water um, and get your bare feet in that water and bleed off the electricity out of you. Um, well, when I had a car, I went every day. I went for 30 minutes every day, and it was fantastic. 
I don't know if you're interested in coming up here. My townhouses, they're really, really quite nice. There's a little lake in the middle and a great big lake beside us and the ocean's on the other side. And they're selling by short sale for 120000 And, you know, yeah, they're really quite nice. And then there's another little uh, development over here. They got three bedrooms. And I don't know if you will live with a guy or a girl or what, but those are pretty nice. And they don't have a condo association fee. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm at a point where uh, one night feeling so bad, I mean, so bad, I was trying to 